0: Welcome back to the Batcave, fellow Cape Crusaders. This is Batman Returned, and I'm your host, Charlie Ashby. And alongside me is a man in a mask. Legend has told us about his presence. In fact, some people looked on the internet. They went to www.wiki.legalshadows.com forward slash Bane forward slash who is he? And they find out. They find out who he is. It's on DS.
1: Bomb. Um, oh, wait, that's the wrong Bane. We already passed wrong that Bane. That's the wrong Bane. Wrong Bane impression, but correct plot because it does still come down to Bane's going to use a bomb <laughs> to blow things hey, up. Hey, man.
0: Hey, man. Look, yes, are there dramatic similarities between this movie and Batman and Robin? Absolutely. Yeah, there's not much else to mind that, there yeah
1: yeah um, I, i'm a, i cannot wait to get to the alfred googles scene the alfred on on league of shadows reddit i'm very excited <laughs> for that uh very excited to be here today uh to conclude a trilogy that i feel like we've lived with for so long i mean almost 10 years Nec- next next year ridiculous. will be 10 years since rises yeah which is re- yeah it's nuts um but it, it's this one is such an interesting beast in terms of what it is. Cause we've had two adventures now, Begins and Dark Knight, which are linked but very different. And then this one attempts to be like 50% sequel to one and 50% sequel to the other in a lot of ways.
0: I would I would reclassify that as a bridge. I think it's a great bridge between both films.
1: There are a lot of bridges in this movie too. Lots there of bridges.
0: Are lot, yeah, lot, there are <laughs> there's so many bridges. And I guess there was a lot of bridges in the last two, actually, retrospectively. We learned that fact.
1: Yeah, but- yeah, definitely. You know, the bridge to the Narrows and, and the bridge, um, yeah, and, and Dark Knight as well. So, yeah, I mean, this, this is a, an exciting, exciting one to go into just because it was such, an, such a monumental endpoint. We talked about it very briefly in the last one, but um, 2012 was the year that Dark Knight Rises came out and Avengers in the same summer, like a mm-hmm. month and a half from each other. And it was, like, one solidifying, like, the new crown prince of this genre going forward. And then the other one was, like, this melancholy swan song where we knew just from the trailers, like, the trailers for this movie, single piano note, you know, seeing everything come together. The first one has the one Gotham is ashes. And that was before they had retuned his dialogue.
0: wasn't the first trailer, like, it was, like, the skyline. Breaking apart, like it was like a ceiling. It oh like yeah, Gordon, it, it like, shatters
1: into the bat yeah. symbol. Yeah, that was the first teaser. Yeah, Batman And then the first it's
0: to come back.
1: The first footage was the was the the hospital, and then the um the Bane thing, where the Bane thing you was played before something in IMAX, maybe Mission Impossible.
0: No, do you know what the, do you do you remember what the first visual shot of Bane was? Cause I do distinctly, but I wrote about no. it in my A levels. So I wrote about it in um my media exam
1: because it was
0: a it was a really great time for viral marketing back then Mm -hmm. and I remember I think it was like Empire Magazine you had to like either click a button or I had to to hit a certain amount of viewers for that page a threshold and they would reveal a piece by piece the artwork for that week's or that month's magazine cover Mm -hmm. and there were two there was Batman and Bane and everyone got it and there was the Batman one that it was the shot with him with that repulsive blaster sort of thing right and then the other one was Bane in the shadows looking down and it was just one of the coolest like come on click 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 come on we're gonna see this gotta see this
1: yeah um, and I mean and that's something that we'll talk about as we get into it but to put in people's mind a little bit of the perspective you're coming off of you know Raz and Scarecrow was an unexpected success and then joker and two-face was two of the most iconic they nailed both of them there's Mm. the whole mystique and the legend already of heath ledger's version and every single conversation about even before there was a title just about nolan's batman 3 batman 3 who's gonna be the villain in batman 3 what are they gonna do is it gonna be the riddler the riddler was the, the number one most wanted and everyone david Tennant riddler leonardo dicaprio riddler Ah, uh, Tom Hardy Riddler, Joseph Gordon-Levitt Riddler, and, and I mean,
0: even Warner Brothers studio executives told and wished for the Riddler to be as included as the villain. Yeah. Um, and they they suggested to Christopher Nolan that maybe uh, Leonardo DiCaprio or an actor of his caliber could be approached for the role, but Nolan was like, "No, it has to be a very different villain mm-hmm. from the previous incarnations. It has to be." a character with a physical presence. Um, I think he mentioned that comparing the choice of Bane compared to the Joker, Nolan said the Joker was an example of a diabolical, chaotic anarchy and has a devilish sense of humour, whereas Bane juxtaposes against that who is more like a classic movie monster. He's like a this sort of presence, this lumbering presence, but who also has a, a, a clever brain, a, t- a terrific brain to it. Which yeah, I also really appreciate because we, really, we didn't really get to see that much of it, obviously, in the previous uh, no, of course, in Baron and Robin.
1: And he's, um, he matches Batman in different ways. Like Batman, Joker, and Bane are all forces of nature. But yeah. Bane sort of has a little bit more of, of, you know, obviously he's a bigger threat to Bruce. And he was effective in different ways. And I remember hearing when I heard the choice, so he's going to do Bane and he's going to do Catwoman. Because I'm pretty sure that announcement came out on the same day. That was like one press release was that Tom Hardy would be Bane and Anne Hathaway would be Catwoman. And one of those, I was like, well, that makes perfect sense. Anne Hathaway as Catwoman just seemed like an incredible choice. She was definitely on the rise. Everybody knew she had immense talent. She's beautiful. She's, you know, been a fan favorite since Princess Diaries. That just made perfect sense. And going with Catwoman felt like, intentional or not, that the nod to Catwoman in Dark Knight with Lucius, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, they're going to do it. With Bane, though, I was like, wow. Bane. Like they could have gone so many different ways. But really, he was sort of that perfect marriage with you know, Nolan's Batman universe has a little bit of super science, but is mostly as grounded as possible. There's it's stripped of sci-fi and fantasy elements. And so Bane was what that one that you didn't have to go full venom, but you could still have, and you could do your take on that with his mask and the pain. So it it made a lot of sense. I know that I don't know how true this is, but I know I've read that. There was brief talks about Killer Croc, you know, in in terms of possibly adapting that character to to also fit that physical presence role. But really, if if you're Nolan and what you want is that description, you don't really have anywhere else to go but Bane.
0: Yeah, Bane is very much a intellectual presence as much as it is a physical one in the comics. So I feel like it's a great way to go with that character, and I think in terms of the storyline, makes the most sense um, and is a clever way of introducing elements that we've seen in the other films and tie that in. So, yes, this is the final episode of season two. You know, it's been a, it's been a long journey, even though it's only been three weeks. It feels like we've, we've gone for the years, we've re-experienced all these different highs. Not many lows, actually, I don't think.
1: These are also just dense like this, it this season has fell longer than season one, even though season one was four episodes and an interlude episode. Mm. Um, all of those are well, not to say they don't have substance, but they are definitely, especially in the later half, um, punchier. There's more pizzazz and they move at more of a clip. Um, than these do. Where this one, it's like every time the camera cuts to a new scene, you're like, oh, yeah, and this, and this, and this, and. <laughs> every performance and everything and this one being the longest and being again the anticipation he didn't crank this out two years later not even three he took four years to release the sequel to The Dark Knight and it was I mean again the hype for this movie was unimaginable this was one of my favorite theater experiences yeah and for me too
0: I remember I remember going and just being so hyped so like I think it was like two films I saw at the same time and that was Avengers and the Dark Knight Rises and obviously I saw the Dark Knight Rises beforehand as well but this is one of those moments where it was like Do you know what this is we're so lucky to get these stories told on screen where yeah. and that was even before we got where we are now which is ridiculous thinking about it but
1: yeah I mean because here I mean and the same begins is begins has elements obviously of year one and long Halloween but it is largely a host unto itself, combining Roz and Scarecrow. Like that, that was pretty original. And and doing some of the origin stuff was pretty original. But Dark Knight, it was like, wow, there's so much long Halloween in this. And then mm-hmm. in, in Rises, it's wow, it's no man's land meets nightfall. nightfall. That's yeah. crazy. Now it's like I look forward at other Batman interpretations and I'm like, well, they could do anything. Like like yeah. I, it's no longer a shock to me when they just pull a storyline. So you hear rumors like, oh, is the Robert Pattinson Batman going to be straight up the long Halloween with all 12 villains? And at this point, I, I would be elated, but I would not be surprised. Like, we were at that point now where they could do The Court of Owls. They could do Heart of Ice. They could do On Leather Wings. They could do anything they want. And I would just be Rainbow like, Rainbow cape. You joke, but I i mean,
0: so. You know, I'm just saying, Robert Pattinson in a big zebra costume. I want want to see it happen.
1: Robert Pattinson Um, in 10 years with his half-Asian son (laughs) in a cow. (laughs) That's what I'm hoping for.
0: (laughs) That's what we're working towards. Yeah, so today's the final movie in this trilogy, 2012's The Dark Knight Rises. Before we dive right in, Alden, what are your overall thoughts on this film right now?
1: Um, this movie is complicated for me. It's my least favorite of the trilogy. It's certainly not a bad movie. I rag on it, but it's definitely not bad. Um, A lot of it is super good. And I think that's almost what makes it frustrating because I think that my whole thing with this is, this movie is, for me, the college or university lecture hall example of universe, like, logical consistency where... Mm-hmm. There's always been enough absurdity, uh, but still, like, like as far as Nolan had pushed the the bounds of his own mission statement, because remember he's the one that showed. And Warner Brothers certainly didn't make him. They had already come off of Returns and Forever and Anne Robin. Like clearly they were willing to go further. He's the one that put it in the box of his work, like Memento and um, the Prestige. So Which he. Is-
0: yeah, it's interesting because we've watched these last two films now. Yeah. And I think a retrospect, like, looking, like, when you just think of these films, you go, oh, yes, of course, these are the grounded versions. Yeah, of these yeah. And but I feel like retrospectively now we've gone through them both. They're not that as grounded as I thought they were.
1: Well, I guess because grounded to me is a tone and realistic is sort of a style. Like, those, all of those words mean different things. But I guess in terms of his realism, in building a world of not wanting to make Ra's al Ghul actually a, a rejuvenated immortal, but implying that maybe there's a legacy there. Like he would only the, the furthest he'd ever gone up to this point was the water vapor machine. That was as super y as it got a machine that could take the water out of the air or, or, or disperse, but somehow not affect the water in your body. Like that's the kind of science where you're just like, ah, all right and then dark knight has the sonar which was more in line with real world tech this one though i think is the is the fir- is the one that plays with it i was going to say the first one but it it's not but this one abuses almost its internal logic the most so it comes off and it's not to discredit the work that went into it i mean it's a massive massive film with so much practical uh, effects and 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 an immense amount of heart but it's the one that there are times throughout the entire thing where it's like, okay, but, but why, but a person wouldn't act that way. The other, like the Nolan of begins and dark Knight feels more detail oriented than the Nolan of this movie. And there are things that I will point out as we go that still to this day just feel like first draft stuff. And a lot of that is just because we'll just never know what three he wanted to tell you know, there's always going to be that hanging over this movie, which was that it was a, a, a list of B ideas because we know that he wanted Joker back. And so we'll just have to live with that.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And I think what's interesting is that Nolan briefly thought about tinkering or maybe somehow using CG elements to make Ledger appear in the film i think i heard once that they wanted to, like they were going to show him maybe in arkham
1: that's a big thing yeah that I, i've heard for years and i'm not sure again the source or sort of like what how much of that was speculation versus plan but that's something that you always hear is was he going to appear in arkham for a scene was he going to be one of the people that broke out when bane unleashed prisoners everywhere it was always a question sort of of how and and honestly I think that the limitations maybe of two thousand seven, two thousand eight, it was out in two thousand eight, so they would have shot it in seven. The limitations of seven maybe had uh, some trepidation in the production. If mm-hmm. this was now, they would do it, you know, yeah. P- pending the approval of his family, of course. But you mean twenty eleven? No, I'm saying if this was now, like if if the, if Nolan faced this situation today with what twenty twenty one is capable of, I mean. We've seen what J.J. Abrams was able to do with Carrie Fisher, where he got. Yeah, no, I mean,
0: I because mean, you said 20, 2007.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of Dark Knight. Yeah, 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 this would have been shot. And yeah, you're right, 11 into 12. Even then, yeah, we hadn't accomplished anything sort of like what J.J. Abrams has done in terms of inserting someone's performance in. And yeah, I think that definitely um, there would have been some sort of send up for the Joker. And in this movie, it, it, he almost is curiously absent, which I guess is we don't want to draw attention to it without being able to explore it. You know, event lingers <laughs> yeah. over this movie way more.
0: I think for me, it, I think they did a very good job of clearly saying it's, um, it's Blackgate prison that gets overrun, not yeah. Arkham. And I think, I think it was mentioned in like the tie-in material that the Joker is, like, one of the few patients in Arkham. Because when in Batman Begins, they distinctly say that a lot of criminals were sent to Arkham so they could basically get off. Like, the same way we saw with... Yeah. So I think the idea was that once the Dent Act was put into progress and put into order, that a lot of those convicted criminals were sent to Blackgate immediately, which is why it's so overrun which i found interesting i like the idea of like the joker like <laughs> one of the solitary inmates at arkham and like i wish i could be in the fun but i guess i have to stay here
1: yeah he has like a whole floor to himself yeah that, that could be that could be really interesting yeah i mean again it's there's so much what if behind this movie um but again yeah this movie is definitely to me one of those really uh mixed not binary experiences. Like there's nothing in this that I think sucks, but there's, you know, when it hits, it hits. And when it misses, it misses very obviously. And part of that is almost unfair because it's coming off of two stellar movies. You know, I don't think there's been a three that has suffered this much because of the previous two, you know, whereas return of the Jedi people say is the weakest of the original trilogy. But those are all A's. Return of the King. Those are all A's. Uh, Infinity War and Endgame. You know, people would argue that 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 series cranks up, and you know, this is the only time in recent memory that there's been a three where people were like, "Uh oh, okay." And it's just it's unfortunate to go out on a bit of a whimper, but you know, it's it's just the way of the beast.
0: Yeah, my opinion is that I disagree with that. And I love this film, and anyone who wants to disagree with me can pry that opinion from my cold, dead hands.
1: Well, and there it is.
0: Yeah, I think for me, the the key part and the most interesting part about these three movies is Bruce Wayne's story. And I think the most realistic part about the trilogy, the most grounded, is the fact that he... When he gets beaten, when he gets attacked emotionally and physically, it stays. It's not like the comics where, you know, you can have your, you know, you get beaten up. again. To extent, of course, it's a fantasy. So, like stuff like he's back breaking, uh, He's back breaking, back breaking, does you know, it's not realistic in that regard.
1: Of course, but, yeah, it heals extremely quick.
0: Yes, uh, because they got the special medicine of the flowers and shit, <laughs> but. You know, I think what's interesting is that this character, he has a specific journey, he learns. And again, I think the reason why I love this this trilogy and I cannot hate this movie and I can't give it a low score at all, is because it's the, it's the rare existence of a happy Batman story.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is... And that's the thing is that we knew that Nolan was probably never going to make another one going into this and i mean we didn't even know if he was gonna do this for a long time but it was almost a shock in an understated way to see a batman story that concluded yes and that just or a bruce wayne story that concluded bruce Wayne story there's debate about you know whether or not don't even get don't no no, no, no 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 yes he's batman
0: we'll get into that later on Anyone who I remember at the time, do you remember there's like this really shitty artwork that someone made? Of him as like Nightwing. Nightwing. I was like, oh, that's great. The whole point, completely disregarded the whole point of the whole fucking movie, but yeah, cool. Cool. That's nice. It's got a little bit of blue on him. I'm
1: yeah. like... Idiots. I'm lukewarm on the whole John Blake stuff anyway, but... Well, we'll get into that. It's, not, it's not Joseph Gordon-Levitt's fault at all, but yeah. So th- it, was just, it was just interesting to see like, oh, because for like my Batman, which again my Batman doesn't matter for this for any of these episodes you know we're talking about what we're watching but my personal Batman would never stop I'm not saying that I love the Frank Miller the most because I don't I don't need him to be a pseudo you know fascist old man like imposing his will on on the city no
0: you you're making your point you're perfect but, uh, but I <laughs> uh, let's get into
1: the film but yeah i mean i just i i love uh i love a batman that would never stop and so the eight year gap was something to swallow for sure and then the the you know he, ret- he comes he was retired at the beginning of this movie and he's retired at the end and both of those were kind of like oh okay um well yeah. batman isn't retired at the end yes he is no he's not bruce wayne is batman
0: we will we will dis- we'll agree to disagree with uh that um that statement and we will get into the story which i think is what's interesting about this story is that the whole point of the first two films is that batman is a symbol it doesn't matter who's under the mask um, regardless of if you can take a punch or not we'll get into that we'll get into the film quite frankly uh right now are you ready i
1: am ready
0: i'm excited this is my batman returns of this trilogy this is the film that i want to get deep into the nitty and gritty and try and convince you to enjoy it more than you already do or at least e- elements of of the film that you might not like such as john blake ready i'm ready right if you haven't listened to the show before one how dare you go back to the beginning watch all of them uh but in case you just love this film specifically um we start every episode the same way I'm personally watching this uh, through my own media. Alden, you're watching it through HBO Max. Mm-hmm. But we're at the same point, same starting point, which is zero, 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 zero. Right at the beginning, once we click play, the Warner Brothers uh, houses will appear. What we do is we do three, two, one, and then on the one, we will go. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Three, two, one. Oh, yeah. That's the houses. The, the music every time. Was this the year the DC logo changed?
1: What did I think of this one?
0: no was this the year the dc logo changed because in the last two films it's the classic logo I oh think this yeah different
1: this was the first one i think with that page turn logo yeah yeah because that started with new 52 which would have been the year prior yeah because i remember like scott snyder batman comics having ads for this movie see, yeah still got those
0: as well And the, again, another great introduction with the ice.
1: The Gordon arc in this movie is uh, very compelling, and it's interesting because it is a sacrifice. I think of a little bit of the Gordon charisma, but to take the character in the in a realistic direction. Like it works, it's, even though it's my—it's not my favorite, Gordon. Because you just—you don't want to see him so broken. But it just tracks. I mean, he's had to—he's had to take the emotional brunt of the lie because Bruce was able to just leave. You know, he's had to take it's, it, it. It's the
0: only—it's the only way forward after the last film. The character arc, quite frankly. Oh, it's everyone's favorite. Mischievous little Irishman. There's Aidan Gillen. Gillen. I love it when his voice breaks and you can hear the actual accent. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's great.
0: Apparently, Aidan Gillen later admitted regretting taking the part in the movie because he felt his performance wasn't up to snuff. Oh, that's funny. Christopher Nolan, I think Christopher Nolan think it still still considers this as one of his best pieces of film. This whole introduction is so good.
1: The intro is very good. It um, much like the China sequence in Dark Knight, it doesn't feel like a Batman sequence, but it's yeah. I mean it's it's great filmmaking. And then, yeah, there's the the infamous Bane Bane number one. First time we hear it. And Bane, um, you know, they retooled that voice because in the original teaser, it was way more muffled. Yeah,
0: I never really got bothered by that. I wasn't either. But I do like what they ended up with. I do
2: love the voice, though, quite frankly.
1: And of course, uh, in the same way that we addressed, we've addressed some of the real world stuff, you know, with Raz and things, this is an obvious whitewash in the same way. And we acknowledge that wholeheartedly uh, before we dive into the character. You know, it does sacrifice a lot of... I mean, he's basically a different thing entirely than comic Bane, you know, aside from the strength and, and breaking the bat. And he has the intellect. Yeah. but
0: I know um, for Tom Hardy I wanted to base Bane off of uh, a bare-knuckle boxer, who was a champion between the 70s and 90s, Who was based on a uh, Romani, he's of Romani heritage. Mm. So he he's, he claimed he was basing it off some sort of Latin descendants, but not Latino, which I thought was interesting, not exactly the best defense, but I can no. see... Yeah. The, I mean,
1: really what it comes down to, like brass tacks of it all, like he can say that, but it's not even on him. It's on Nolan. Doesn't matter, like, yeah. Nolan loved him in Inception and he wanted to work with him again. And that's 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 about it, you know. And he's a beefy boy. Yeah, yeah. And he got be got big. Like you see those set photos, like, yeah, he's a short guy. You know, they had to shoot him like they shoot Tom Cruise to mask the fact that Bale is much taller than him, but they do a really good job of always making him feel like a presence. Because, you know, especially with the third act, like when there's the big cop fight, those set photos, he looks super tiny, but they always shoot Bane upwards like that or, or with the camera beneath. And it's very clever.
0: Also, I, I don't me, know if
1: Tom Hardy's ever commented on this, but there's so much Darth Vader in his Bane. And not just because well, of the mask, but.
0: Well, because yeah, he has to actively, he acts with his eyes, obviously, but a lot of the intonation comes from the voice. Which is so important with this like a character wearing a mask. I will say though, you were mentioning about like this not being Ratman introduction of sorts, which I agree with, but also I feel like it's a very good way of establishing the stakes so early on in the movie. like yeah. this is the finale of this trilogy, so therefore we have to kick it off for bang. And also, or well, this is just gross because I hate it, Blub.: um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean this is
1: also just like a really um, it's a good way to show you. How methodical he is, like, and not just like listen
0: to brother. Yeah,
1: and not just the zealot nature of these guys being being super dedicated, but also how detail oriented Bain is.
0: Yes, that he and wants also, to make sure
1: that, he can't be caught switching the bodies,
0: and that comes across in the. And I have to say this, like, so in the previous two films, I think it was Hans Zimmer and James How Newton. Yeah, uh, or Newton Howton and this is just han zimmer by himself right but the des- the deshi basara
1: it's crazy good
0: repetitive theme, it's really great and does a great job of just acknowledging the fact that this is you know this is actually a cult
1: yeah and it has and such same- a forward momentum too it's almost like an anti-batman theme
0: i love this so gotham is now pittsburgh it's not chicago and what I love about this Gotham, eight years on, and the way they show it, is it's basically how we saw Gotham at the beginning of Batman Begins. This is the Thomas Wayne esque clean Gotham. Yeah,
1: complete with lie. the restored mansion.
0: Yeah, with the complete the, manor.
1: The manor's back. The you know they're having a public event at the manor, and uh, now this is a Batman story introduction. Her intro is stellar. And I would say that she's stellar throughout the film. Um, Oh, I forgot that. (laughs) Owen Harper from Torchwood. I forgot about him in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) He's such a slime ball. Yeah, he's great. He's great in everything. Um, John Daggett from the Batman animated series. Yep, Daggett. First time I ever saw the great Ben Mendelsohn.
0: and it's the subtle things as well like that mayor is still in charge
1: oh and there's uh chris cooper who would play thomas wayne in joker mm. and there's gordon who has probably almost read this exact speech 20 different times absolutely
0: over the years i love his performance in this film this is a damaged man
1: They also a uh, do a good he job of his aging, family. Gary.
0: Yeah. And yeah. I like the the conversations where they like, no, he lost his family. Like they've moved out. I'm like yep. this is this is a decrepit. He's a he's a symbol of the old system. We don't need him anymore. So his sacrifice was for him personally.
1: It was for naught. Yep, his wife, kids gone, and you got and you got to keep in mind that the wife is sympathetic, like she's has to wake up now every day next to a guy that wouldn't be honest about what happened to their family. Yeah. From her point of view, you know, it completely works. All the points of view work from Bruce to Selena to Gordon, uh, hard to defend Bane's point of view, but yeah.
0: I love Bruce on the the rooftop.
1: Yeah. You see the guy who like all of this mystique, all of this, uh, this like eight years of lore, Yeah, this sort of—I know that Nolan's talked about Howard Hughes, and you know this mystique of a billionaire that is never seen, and and just this enigma. And I think I think they actually even reference Howard Hughes in the movie, like, "Oh, does he have long fingernails and stuff?" There you go. Into Mason jars. Yeah, that's Howard Hughes stuff, where he started to go crazy at the end of his life. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the fact that Alfred is you know running his life and, and, and new in new and different ways than he always has, and really keeping it together now that he's completely not even in society, is um is pretty powerful, and and it sets up the inevitable breakup of Bruce and Alfred in the second act.
0: Yeah, and it also I like what how they infer that Bruce hasn't been, he hasn't been like gone for eight years. He's been doing stuff. Like I think they say like the first few years he tried to put all the money into that project into saving the planet so it's not like he's like given up on everyone it's just that yeah he, he has nothing especially yeah. off of rachel and stuff
1: there's matthew modine i just to point out i think you said he's that was chris cooper it's actually brett Cullen.
0: oh well he looks just who like plays chris cooper. <laughs> who plays congressman
3: he looks I like just how, like Chris Cooper.
0: I like how one, he's got the photo from the first film that he's like restored somehow like or like tried to fix as much as he can. Mm-hmm. And then like, just a promotional image from The Dark Knight of Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: This is so unnecessary, Bruce. I
0: love it. It made you jump in the theater. Well, no, it's not unnecessary. He can tell that she's got her, his mum's necklace on.
1: Oh, that's true. That's true. I forgot that she already had him. Yeah.
0: I love Bruce in this film. I like how he how he looks. The,
1: the her whole uh, her whole act here is genius. She might be my favorite part of this movie.
0: I love I just love Bruce's journey. Like I love how the outside reflects the inside.
2: Yeah. And that at
1: that point she knows she's caught.
0: Yep. She's like, who the fuck is this guy? whoops or she go oops or something like that.
1: and he also seems humored by her like he hasn't been sort of that,
0: that yeah, the acting move though that that drop yeah. was the best
1: also her music yeah. cue of is so good
0: it's perfectly i don't know how he did the perfect cat in music form yes. also i mean that's not woke at all catwoman
1: yeah definitely ableist uh this backflip into what I can only assume is into a bush is, (laughs) it's phenomenal. (laughs) It's hot. Yeah, she's great. And yeah, like Bruce seems for the first time, like his interest has been peaked probably for the first time in like eight years, something playful. Like, even though it's a, even though it's an offense to him, it's, you know, he's not, um, throughout this whole movie, he looks for the redemptive qualities in Selena. So. Alfred's like you haven't had a shag
0: in eight years. You cannot keep wanking over the same picture from the dark night.
2: Oof,
0: God. And on. I like how he still, he still wants you know Alfred. Alfred still wants Bruce to live his life. Also, I don't know if yeah. you saw that, but they had the actual the uh, what's it called the uh. Thomas
1: Wayne's... Oh, the medical
0: stethoscope? Stethoscope. Was in the safe? Yeah, no, no, it's on top of the count on I mean, the photos. Oh, that's nice. I also like how there's like clear... Like everything in the city is clean apart mm. from the bat signal. Yeah. And I like how John interrogates these... I like how he interrogates Gordon he meets... He's got the detective mindset on straight from the beginning.
1: Yeah, he starts putting everything together. Obviously, and I really
0: like. But I like I like this element. It reminds me. I mean, we'll get we'll get into this like later on, like in terms of the characterization, who it's supposed to be. But that's a great line that we'll see a bit recur later on again. Yeah. But. He is an amalgamation of different characters from the comics, particularly Robins. And I like to see the Tim Drake of it all. The Tim Drake detective skills comes out there. Oh, the nipple bed. He built the nipple bed back together. That's great.
1: Yeah. I mean, hey, down to every brick. Everything had to be perfect. Um,
0: Every brick, Alfred. Every nipple.
1: (laughs) This is great. Yes. Seeing what what the the cave became is awesome.
0: Yes. What the cave... And Alfred's face says it all in that moment.
1: Oh, this is just cool. It's
0: just a great design.
1: It's unclear when this cave was ever used, um, because well, again, we, it's, it's like those we mentioned last those time. vague years where he had a career yeah. after Dark Knight.
2: I love how the computer like he's like, yeah, we'll put the computer under the under the waterfall. That'd be fine. The cat strikes again. Selena Kyle.
0: I love that too. The idea that she was after the fingerprints, but happened to just love the pearls. I was like, Do you know what? She,
1: no one else is using them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it plays into her character. I mean, she has a little bit, I guess, in a this, way of, of class commentary, just like Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman did um, in different ways. This is me.
0: Bruce Wayne is me during lockdown. There's <laughs> nothing for me out there, Alfred. And I love this.
1: The hoping for things to go bad again, especially with the um, with the facial hair, is straight out of you know Frank Miller's take of yeah. him. And obviously it obviously was a way longer wait for Frank Miller's version, but the elements of this that are Dark Knight Rises are very strong.
0: But also, it's again, it's the realistic Batman. It's an, he wasn't supposed to be doing this forever. Like we live in the comics where he can do it forever because, quite frankly, it's a comic book. The medium he doesn't age the same way. But this is a Batman who has a finite amount of time on his life. And Alfred does not want Bruce Wayne to, to waste his life doing this. He said that in the first film. He says, can't keep doing this.
1: It's very sad he, that in Alfred's... I'm sorry to cut you yeah. off, but just before we leave this. It's very sad that in Alfred's... It's so bittersweet. Even his ideal situation is bittersweet. Of I know you'd made it, but they wouldn't say anything to each other. Like, he, Alfred right. feels like he has a function, you know, and that he would out, outlive <laughs> his function.
0: His dream sequence, he mentions just there. You have to remember that like, after that, he would have seen Bruce leave um, that place with the prison cell from uh, the first film. Yeah. And he still has hope for him, but he doesn't want him, to, and he's there to help him, but he doesn't want to waste his life. And again, I love seeing Gotham. as this clean, perfect place, which can be so easily undone because it's all built on. I love how John Blake, even though Gotham is, again, like perfect and much better, nobody cares about the orphan kids. Nobody cares about... the No, because
1: it's, like he says right there, he aged out. We don't have resources to keep the kids after 16. So that that speaks to like, again, like you're saying, it's built on a lie. It's a fragile piece. Like, yeah, everything's great, but the problems are easy to ignore, like orphans, because they don't have connections. You know, they are still ignoring the easy problems.
0: And I love how like he's not afraid to call Bruce out.
1: He's lived
2: with his secret for these years.
0: I will and say Blake before... A, uh, oh, go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, so John Blake is a character who I really admire and I love because he's someone who who grew up in not the best circumstances. He's very much this is why he's an amalgamation of these different characters. He's got the intuitive and detective skills of Tim Drake, but he has the rough upbringing and sadness of both. Uh, obviously Dick Grayson, but mainly Jason Todd. He grew up in a Jason Todd lifestyle. So he could turn out to be a much different character. He goes an into asshole. the police force. Yeah, but he, could, he goes into the police force and he thinks that's the way to change things, but it isn't. He, 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 earn, he yearns for something better to do the same thing bruce was looking for yeah and that's why i love his transformation in the film and he he learns those aspects bruce unwillingly at first starts teaching him and we see that throughout the film Uh, and it it leads into alfred's thing it allows bruce to have that happy ending
1: the only thing about alfred's thing is that i was going to say is that Thematically, it's fine, um, and it works. But the, the execution of it is that the scene itself of where he's like telling him, like, I have this dream, might as well just be like, here's the ending. Like, it is so, my God, on the nose that even even opening night, I was like, well, somehow we're getting there. Um, but I
0: don't, I don't know. I didn't have that um feeling. Like, for me, it was open-ended for me, quite frankly.
1: I totally thought it was, like, the movie calling it shot entirely oh here comes roy kent's girlfriend and she um she i think had a role in like some deleted scenes i remember hearing that her role might have been bigger um juno temple's role but
3: from all B- of, the of one, this right?
1: yeah all of According this with with selena one. is really good um even though the uh the whole clean slate thing is Well, we'll get into that best, well-written thing. But
0: also, uh, um, Ben Gorman, who plays Owen Harper, was—I think he was born in America. Like he was—he was born in Hollywood, but grew up in Britain.
1: Her choreography is great.
0: Yeah. The way she changes her characterization cool as well.
2: The scream. Yeah. Yeah, it's genius. Fantastic. Call me. (laughs) Stupid.
0: (laughs) And again, yeah, this is a Gotham that is slowly being manipulated again by the same forces all those years ago. Batman begins.
1: Yeah, and this is the guy that everybody says is the Nolan Deadshot because he's got a red scarf and he's always sniping.
0: Oh, of course it is, yeah.
1: In the same way that Coleman Reese is the Riddler.
2: I watched the Ninja Turtles! Get down there! <laughs>
0: Do you remember when people were like, yeah, Killer Croc's going to be in this scene because they go in the sewers. It's like, shut the fuck up. What are you talking about?
1: Killer Croc is the last villain that I want to see Nolan tackle. Him and Mambat. I don't need to see how Nolan tries to write his way around those, their conditions.
0: Good sound design of having the music just cut away.
1: Yeah, yeah. This was before Nolan went overboard with his sound design.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's the thing that I can say for *Rises* is that, on a technical filmmaking level, it's it's a feat. Like it is technically an extremely well-made, like small, intimate war movie. It's guerrilla warfare. You know, it's factions all over the city. It's tag and, 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 you know, and go and especially later on when the police are trapped underground for a few months and when it really goes so there's a lot of um,
0: actions. There's a lot of like conversations about propaganda in this film, which is valid, obviously. But I, I do like that John Blake is the only cop in Gotham City.
1: <laughs> yeah. Bane obviously uh, taking a page out of the Shredders book by getting the local youth involved. Mm-hmm. And and this speaks to something that I forgot to bring up earlier during the opening. So during the opening, they do the fire rises like stealing the Dr. Pavel from the plane. And how does does Bane escape with Skyhook? You know, essentially the exact same program. And then uh, in here, we can see how he's inspiring the people of Gotham, but in an inverse way. And so he is sort of meeting Bruce in technical ways, physical ways, ideological ways. You can tell he comes mm-hmm. from the same training. You can tell he comes from the same methodology.
0: Yeah, this is you, Alden. This is your character with the with the beanie.
3: Oh, I love his voice.
0: Like you could have got that out of your pocket earlier, Gordon.
2: A speech. Uh, I like to
0: read. Great move from Gordon. I also love this <laughs> this this great because I think what people forget is that he's a very comedic character. Bane. He's got a great sense of humor. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> this this line here
2: you've done this before (laughs) Blake again it's the only smart in Gotham yep (laughs) where's your glasses Hello. I love this. Look at Alfred's face when he says it. Alfred is like slightly bemused. He's like, "What the fuck?" What do? You-
0: this is a very um, criticized scene, but I actually it's one of my, my favorite scenes in the film.
1: It's it's a scene. It's it's just.
0: I love it, John Blake, and I'm it just Tell gives me.
1: John Blake. It
0: just it's it, Tim Drake's Tim Drake's arc from the comic books, and people he earned it. But John Blake, and I like the idea that
1: yeah, but John Blake is
0: not. But there's a very specific viewpoint for John Blake and Bruce Wayne which is, yes, you won't be able to see them, but we've actually seen the moments he describes. We've seen that as an audience. Not just because we're the audience, we see behind the scenes, but there's these moments you see, like the Dark Knight, where he tips his drink over the thing. It's a performance, and he can see for the performance. I really appreciate that character that does it, dissection.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's all well and good, but it just the fact that it's happening here eight years after the fact and all this stuff, Like, it's not that he's such a great detective now. Like, these are things that he's saying he figured out as a child and... Yeah, but he was a child not long ago. I mean, he's, Bruce, a, he's came a well, he, Bruce came
0: back from Gotham. Bruce came back from... He says he, he met him after Bruce came back from Gotham. So he would have been an elder teen when he worked out. Yeah,
1: yeah. I guess, but... And again, that just devalues, I, I think a lot of the characters' intelligence.
0: I don't think so, because it's... Again, it comes from that specific place of you know, this is a kid who's lost everything and he can see for the cracks. People just look at Bruce Wayne and think he's just the playboy billionaire. Who cares? That's what he's saying. Like, yeah, cool. Like, everyone loves him. But he can see the sadness behind the eyes because he's, he's lived through it. And yes, people have had their own traumas whatever. But they just then get through to him like the same way it does for John here because he's he's been
2: through that. And Bruce and I had to reply to that.
0: And the reason why he didn't bring it up, obviously, is because there's clearly a reason for it. And also he had his own stuff. He's probably like a kid.
1: The detail stuff is actually the part of the scene that I do like, which is, you know, the the Wayne Foundation, that he's allowed it to mm. go to shit because he's allowed himself to go to shit.
0: Yes. And it's these moments, it's these key character plots. It's Gordon, it's John Blake, it's Alfred. They all, and now it's Catwoman. They all slowly push him back into the real world. He gets interested. It's the intrigue by Bruce that he lost and these characters challenge him and that's what's great. Alfred agrees with it until it goes too far, until he delves back into Batman again. Look how happy he is now. They, like, he's gonna have his life again, but then it goes too far.
1: Which, of course, is, is the great conflict of Alfred in these three films. You know, going back to begins yeah. is that he knows that he he wants to encourage him as his <laughs> this this, Thomas this Lennon fucking guy. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I can't see Thomas Lennon in any projects without thinking of this scene. Also,
0: if you watch The Girl, he plays Mister Mixy Pitlick.
1: Yes, so yeah, you showed it could me that be him. Song. This, by the way, is 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 where my problems with the movie begin, where it is trying to over-explain itself here, and then it bites itself in the ass later on, where it's like you didn't would you need like, to tell me. Would you him. like
0: my reply? It's sure. a comic book movie.
1: No, but that doesn't work here. That it would does work. Know. That would work in any, not in any, but that would work in most other things, like an MCU thing. The problem is that Christopher Nolan decided to set himself apart and into the world of real crime dramas and he doesn't want to play by his own rules. That's the problem with Ryan's like, overall. He set the cards, like, not me.
0: Yeah, but I feel like retrospectively day as well, like the, the way we said that all these films, even though they're grounded, are still ludicrous and still have that comic book edge. I mean the Joker is a man who dressed as a clown.
1: Yeah, but again, like that that approach to the Joker is war pain. He's not doing the laughing fish you know like it's, it's a clown though
0: he's still like yeah but in the same universe, way that you know yeah there are ninjas but the, yeah and ninjas
1: but still like just like the, the basics of of the body and of the training and everything we saw that he needed and begins it just it just feels overwritten to do that like you don't need to explain to me that he should be having an irreparable knee just so you can show me the technology that will then just not be in the film. It's just it's just script real estate that you don't need. It is in the film.
0: We just don't see it the same way we don't see his feet all the time because he's wearing socks all the <laughs> No. It's not the same thing. It is the same. Hey, it's Bruce Wayne. We haven't seen a picture of him for like two years.
2: The shutting down of the cameras feet. is great.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Here's uh, what I can only assume is a no, homage no. to returns. Absolutely,
0: Marion Cotillard.
1: Marion Cotillard as Talia al Ghul was one of the worst kept secrets in movies. Yeah, uh, I mean, we can work I, it
0: out.
1: But even even if we're not working it out, like I'm pretty sure it was just out there. Like I think there were set photos of her standing like in the tunic on top of the tanks. So.
0: I don't know were... if it was that, I think it was just like, yeah, just in general, like, I think it's because we saw set photos of clearly Ra's al Ghul as a younger version of him. Hmm. We were like, well, clearly they're going to a little tarly because, you know. You no, know, kudos to Bruce Wayne, though. Like, we can talk about all day about how this film, like, day or something, at least he was trying to clean the world when some people aren't today. Does it turn to a nuclear bomb later on? Maybe.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and it's interesting that wrong. I always thought it was funny that I don't know, maybe it was this maybe going into the second year of the uh, second term of the Obama administration in 2012, but Tony Stark and Bruce in both 2012 movies of their universes are both doing clean energy. Yes. That's Tony's maybe entire thing in Avengers. Point. It was just like in the zeitgeist of Hollywood at the time.
0: I also i'm always a sucker for the the gray little bits in the hair.
1: oh me too. She's, yeah that's great. i love it.
0: this is a great, you're right, this is a great you know homage to the scene in Batman um, Returns because again Brutus has got his mask on. this is his, his mask the same way Catwoman is wearing hers.
1: Yeah, and the way that they visually tee up her actual costume with this uh, sort of Julie Newmar-esque ballgown mask combo is pretty great.
0: This film is very much for capitalism as well, which
1: is great. Right, yeah, which I'm glad that they leaned into. And this was a big trailer moment with the whole, like, you and your friends are going to wonder how you could live so long. That's when I was like, "Ooh, this movie is gonna be like about a about a poor uprising." I thought we were gonna see like the Narrows again, we do. And, and we don't. But but that stuff. No, the still, Narrows. You can't works.
0: do the Narrows because Gotham is quote unquote fixed. But yeah, you're right. It has the, to be better. It has to be in the, the in the uprising.
1: Yeah, and I think I mentioned this off air to you. Maybe I said it on air in the previous episode. But my AP European History teacher in high school use this movie to teach us about the French Revolution. And oh, well, she- really? Yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, there's a lot of references, obviously, um, Bane's uh, jacket is very much French mm-hmm. Revolution based. And also, I mean, a lot of the inspiration was from a tale of disease, which is literally ripped from the, the the quote from the book is ripped at the end for the eulogy speech. Yeah. Which is it's obviously set in the French Revolution the book. Right. Do you think that's when he got the boner or do you think it was before?
1: The boner is what was helping him dance without the cane.
0: (laughs) It's what's holding him up. (laughs) I like when he takes the pearls off.
1: Dear Alfred, I found the girl that I'm going to eat Italian food with (laughs) at the end of the movie.
0: Like It's like do you remember that letter Rachel gave you? He's like, Who's Rachel? <laughs> this is the trailer. This is the trailer moment. Yeah. My wife?
1: I <laughs> love oh, little bit. Of comedy <laughs> Just from. you, sir, so good.
0: Takes a little while to get back in the suite of things. I love how like he's still working there. <laughs> this whole
2: thing last time was bullshit.
1: Yeah, Lucius is just like, what the <laughs> hell is your problem? Coming in here and telling
2: me I don't know how to do my job.
0: And there's the whole, yeah, the Daggett subplot of him trying to get control of the company.
1: Yeah, that's a thing that I think overall with this movie is that between Bane fully realizing Ra's Ghoul's Ghul's goals to the best of his ability, but secretly being the agent of Talia while also having the class warfare stuff and the company stuff and the stock stuff. And this movie's just a little bit overwritten. But he, but, Something had to go.
0: But... I I would argue that I like that because they utilize the class warfare as a struggle the same way they used it in Batman Begins.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's it's a continuation desperate. of that. It just feels like some elements needed to go. Like we're we're going to get to this got like free tumblers. We're gonna, yeah. That, that's that's always struck me as weird. Definitely, just like a these will come back later. Um, but like later but on did, when yeah. Bane tanks Wayne Enterprises simply by plugging in and like basically being like hitting the plot button on his keyboard that that doesn't need to be a thing that affects nothing
2: in the story
0: i know you don't want to be batman but i built you a giant fucking helicopter <laughs> Do you remember when people used to complain about this because they said it wasn't realistic and then they're talking about a Batman movie? The Bat? People complained about that? Yeah, they're like, well, technically the circulation won't actually work in real life. I'm like, no shit. This this is a fucking Batman movie.
1: This guy. The (laughs) autopilot doesn't work. Huh? Don't even get me started on the autopilot.
0: Oh yeah, I'll talk about Love it later. Oh, you—you're so depressing.
1: Cheer up. It's a movie. Oh yeah, here's my new knee brace that I won't have later on. He has it on, doesn't he? No, he has the knee brace up until bane kicks his ass and he gets dumped in the prison and he doesn't have it and his knee's fine. Oh, he's probably No, we've we've seen that we they've got they've
0: built up that they order like a thousand of them.
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, he's it? in prison. <laughs> this is it. He's in the Bane prison. You're oh, missing the scene, Norden. Here it is. Now here's the thing. He's saying stuff here. We actually talked over earlier when he's like, hey, he was responsible for a coup in Africa. and he, So he's already been on Bane Reddit throughout this movie.
0: <laughs> I love this fucking outfit. Container.
1: Yeah, they don't know the, the hard plastic. it's really cool.
0: This is Talk ridiculous <laughs> This is a ridiculous amount
1: of, of fucking exposition.
0: I love it. For Ra
1: How can they find out the ins and outs of Raal Ghul's information on the goddamn oh internet? God. When in begins, Raz's operation was so tight that he could be any man in his organization.
0: You've answered your question. You've answered your own question, my friend.
1: How was how did I do that? Huh? How did I do that? You
0: said when Raz Raz is anymore. This is entirely a We've seen how useless she is. No, well please. This
1: is <laughs> so this you is know, the most
0: you no know she's an is... section on the Razog site.
1: This is just to me like it's two amazing actors with Kane and Bale acting out a scene that is exclusively because we don't know how to convey what we want them to know at this point. Like there's the writing in Begins and Dark Knight is so tight and then the writing in this one is so characters just know things. How do they know? Well, they know.
0: Clever, man. It's Alfred. It's the same way he knows about the tangerine. He lived that.
2: That's a military event that happened.
1: And then here's the we're gonna make Bruce poor, which you know, it's fine. It's great because he wants Daggett, of course, to be.
0: But it's his armory. It's part of his armory. Majority
1: shareholder and stuff. He could have. He's also. And the sort on the Wall
0: Street in general, that like that great line where it says like, you can't steal money here. It's like, why are you here?
1: Yeah.
2: Somebody ordered mail. He seems to be like the most the biggest white dude here. So, (laughs)
0: man, the people.
1: Bane about to invest big in Doge. <laughs> Bane's pulling Hello. out all the shares. <laughs> Bane with the GameStop flex. There's a, a really ridiculous edit here in terms of not the editing, like there's a choice made, but there's a continuity thing that I just cannot wrap my head around. Gotham must okay. have the most wildly quick sundown ever because suddenly the sequence just goes to pitch black night out of nowhere in the middle of this chase and it's almost like maybe they picked it up in reshoots or something and then didn't do continuity on the thing and I'm not begrudging at that because it doesn't affect the story I just think again it shows that I think that this one was a little bit more haphazard than Nolan normally works but it's fine because Batman's return is
2: pretty awesome. Fuck you, man. (laughs)
0: saying. It's because they're waiting for the program, Alton. Mobile. Have you, have you tried Ethernet? <laughs> Do you have Google Fiber?
2: He's <laughs> <laughs> great. They're so good at comedy bits. Thank you. It's like a stage musical production. Like the parents just look at the colors. There you go.
0: Matthew Modine is the most useless cop. He is. Which I guess is a great, you know, portrayal.
1: Yes, it is. When this movie came out, I tweeted Matthew Modine about it, and we talked for a while. <laughs>
0: What you just mentioned though, like this scene is one of my favorite all-time scenes in cinema. Like what a great
1: reintroduction. Yeah, the actor, uh, the older cop that, is fantastic. He's
0: fantastic. He, re- he passed away not long ago, which was really oh, sad. Wow. He passed away in 2017. He's absolutely fantastic. He's in loads of things. He's in to The Return. He's fantastic in that. He's just great. This is so good. This is the best.
2: The way that he reacts oh you're in
0: for a show tonight son
1: yeah it makes me think that he was probably there you know like in Batman Begins in the Narrows mm-hmm. like he's probably seen it all all the adventures and just and the like, music this was a big theater applause moment this was yeah, this is so great
0: oh I love it so much dude Sorry. <laughs> Again, I love the uh, the bat pod.
1: Yeah, the bat pod's
0: great. Mm-hmm. I love how John Blake calls him out. He only cares about like celebration. It's just about glory, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when everyone got really mad at a Woman because of the goggles and then when they did the flip, everyone was like okay, Oh yeah. Okay. I mean that
1: one of my favorite anecdotes is the the Kevin Smith anecdote where he said that so Kevin Smith is telling the story of seeing the first photo and it was her on the bat pod goggles down. And he was like in his mind he was like, Aha, like Nolan isn't perfect, like see some chinks in the armor there Chris and then in the trailer I saw the goggles flipped up and I was like he's brilliant
0: again (laughs) (laughs) I love that line though the um John Blake been like what about the armed robbers like a
1: fucker it's ridiculous yeah I mean like I know this, this movie tries to celebrate I think the police at the end a little too much with like Yeah, look at how they're integrated into society and really standing for us and standing with the Batman. But it's really an indictment of them. Like they're fucking idiots throughout this movie.
0: Yeah, even at the end. I mean, they're celebrating the fact that they got sewer for like nine months. I also love the music. I don't know if you can tell, but the music blends. It's the Batman and Bane theme at the same time. Yeah. They're on an even level right now.
1: That's yeah, very good. Yeah, there are there are parallels throughout this movie that they are, they're equals in a lot of ways. And um, again, the score the score is just incredible. There's so much momentum, and and here's Gordon realizing oh, that everything is about to change again. Mm-hmm.
0: I think as well, you see it later on. I mean, we already saw it. Sorry, earlier. Gordon's desperate for Batman to return. He doesn't want to live in the lie. He just can't. He just can't. Admit it. I love that punch, and it's the shot here. It's great when he looks around, he's like, "Oh fuck, I've got to leave now."
1: Again, and this, this whole nice. this this whole thing with like the application is complete. Bruce Wayne no longer has money. Like Nolan is too smart for that. Like that is just, it's so abysmally simple and lazy that would but never he realize
0: what it, what it what it's for yet. Though.
1: No, no, no. I'm not saying Batman should know. I'm saying that the fact that that would ever work, like that's not how stocks work. It's not how any of it works. It doesn't make any sense. And, And it wouldn't bother me if this was like in the MCU where things are generally sillier and they make up government stuff all the time, like the Accords, the GRC, the whole MCU is just whatever government needs to be. But these movies, they take the time to talk about shares, boards, you know different relationships throughout begins dark night and now rises and then suddenly just, it's like um, no one's like i need him to be poor and so they were like i oh, want to well.
0: jump in i want to jump in sorry because before the scene runs out like this is a very great flip of the sequence from batman begins and that's why i love about this film the chase sequence of the tumbler this is basically that again the cops chasing him. Let's see. There's so much of that repetitive nature in this film, which I like for both other films.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does come back to begins a lot. I mean, it for better and for worse.
3: Knight,
1: yeah, for better and for worse. I think that you know, it sometimes struggles to have its own identity because it's trying to do both. But
0: I think it's less. I think it's more of a bridge. I really enjoy the the, the bridging of it. I, I love this comedic moment. <laughs> this guy just is like. Everyone hates Medin. The
2: hat flow is great. This little line here. You sure it was, was good?
1: <laughs> I love Return of the Batman question mark. Like no
2: shit, you we have footage of him. <laughs>
0: I love a good tail neck. Mendelson doesn't have much to do in this film, but he, he's great
1: at whatever he does. Can we get some girls in here? Cracks me up. Like It's <laughs> such a sleaze line just to have a good setup. It's it's awesome. And her, um, this is a small detail that doesn't really get used in the movie. That's probably the only time you get a good shot, is that her heels are serrated blades. Well, she she does
0: a really great movie in the second where she kicks uh, Owen from Torchwood in the balls. Yeah. Do you remember that bit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This bit here. Do they?
1: There's probably a stab to the balls too, which is brutal. Oh,
0: sorry, the leg. I mean, um, foot. Whatever. I just assumed it was a balls.
1: This is more like exposition dialogue that you need a really good actor to do. Mendelssohn in this entire scene. The ultimate tool for any like it's just it's spelling it out, but he's so good that it doesn't matter. He's just like clearly like the like, really <laughs> the clean
2: slate this exposition <laughs> I love it <laughs> he's lying
1: though that's what I love. See, but that's the thing is that we've talked about this off air. You say he's lying. Is he lying or is he telling the truth and it's just that Bruce helps her later? It's, he's lying, I think. I think
0: that they're keeping it out of Daggett's hands because they know that he's in trouble.
1: Well, no, is that Daggett owns that company. Yeah, but Daggett, he's trying to, you know, he's buying into the it's a Wayne Enterprise company, right? No, no, no. Daggett has his own company. He is also no, I know that. a minority he's shareholder trying, of Wayne.
0: But he's trying to buy into that. I think it was the Wayne, wasn't was a Wayne property, the Clean Slate program. No, no, no.
1: She said it was Riken Technologies. Oh. And he bought Riken. Well, I,
0: I think Bruce must have got rid of it, though, still.
1: I think it's that Bruce probably helps her later on in his own ways. But the Clean Slate was probably just a way to manipulate her. By the way, the no guns, no killing is great. I'm glad that they do that. Yes, I love it. I love that the sec... That's one of my favorite edits in the whole movie. The second that the camera cuts to Bane walking, holding his jacket, the, the chant kicks in again. And then when it cuts away, the chant's gone. <laughs> and the... car. Yeah. Also, just... What a choice to hold the jacket up high like that. Well, it's funny, because I just think of Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you have a frame of reference for that. I don't think that it like does anything it's just a good way to seem intimidating it's just good character yeah work. so
0: i've just done some research and it says Data created a prototype computer program to erase identities from databases this attention of john daggett who purchased the company only to be able to find no, no evidence of the program this led to daggett to believe the program was a myth it had also come to bruce wayne who had secretly acquired the clean slate tool to keep it out of the hands of someone dangerous he then created his own version of the program
1: Oh, so he has his own fine. thing later on. That
0: they, and he, but he got it out of the hands as well. You just We're have to, fine. yeah. I
1: guess like you just assume that some point between the ending and them being in Italy, he busted it out.
0: He's, he's well. He's constantly like, yeah. He's constantly trying to stop criminals. Still, in the meantime, even though it's out of action. Again, I still love break Batman's four films.
1: This is um, this is a comedy beat that I think is again delivered very well. Does it doesn't make any sense because why would he have the batman voice on with no one around but it's fine it's from
0: uh um what's it from again
1: it is nice to have someone do that to him
0: no that line is straight from the comics it's from uh I've forgotten the comic thing.
1: Again, I love the cubes in the Batcave. The rising cubes and bridges. This is also a rare moment in this trilogy of Bat suit on but helmet off, and it's great.
0: Yeah, that's also a reference to the first film again the the Bat the Batmobile entering the cave. Yeah. I love this, do you know what? This is a thing we don't see that often as well. you mentioned before. It's the Bruce without the cape, the mask on, but in the outfit it's still looks in the
1: great. suit. That's awesome. Yes, he doesn't have the eye makeup, but you can assume I guess that he cleaned it on the way home, I guess I don't know.
0: I also love Bruce with longer hair.
1: yeah, that's why I'm excited. And I love about, Alfred uh, the
0: Pattinson pro- <laughs> This is me like this is us talking about this
1: film dude Look Alfred. Alfred has like gone down the deep internet. (laughs) Like
0: he's he's us. He's us. Like we're hypocrites because he's us. Analyzing shit for the sake of it in this comic book.
1: Like these trades would never be approved. Ever. Ever.
0: Yeah, but he's no. But Bruce Wayne gave him away. Bruce Wayne said that it's okay to do that. His fingerprints were up. Oh stop it.
1: We but everyone on the news saw uh, what happened.
0: <laughs> that's not yeah, but it doesn't matter. All right,
1: here's a here's a great scene. Bruce, to I, Bruce, I told you to get out of bed and get laid. I did not say to do this.
2: This
0: I think this scene is a bit clunky.
1: This is the scene you it. think
0: is clunky. No, there's a one bit when he brings up the letter, when he introduces it, it's a little clunky. Mm. I, I love the sequence. I love it. It's very emotional. It's when he goes, "What if I were to say,
1: <laughs> what if?" Yeah, that's true. It is. It is like a roundabout.
0: What if she
2: had? What if in the last film I burnt a letter? <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? Bruce is
1: like, well, if I would say that you're a fucking asshole, you'd <laughs> be a cunt, quite frankly. <laughs> and the fact that he doesn't believe him, or I think he—well, no, he knows it's true. It's just that his defense mechanism is to so insinuate he's a liar.
2: Because yeah. Bruce wants to live
0: in that reality where that was possible.
1: I mean because the death of Rachel and you know is is enough to the death of Rachel combined with what happened with Harvey is enough to get him to stop being Batman so you know how powerful that truth that what he thought was true how powerful that was to him
2: god damn Alfred making me cry What if Bruce just to
1: hurt him was like, it wasn't technically this house, Alfred? <laughs> this is a this is a replica. Get over it yourself.
0: These two are phenomenal actors. Yeah, they're great. What if later on in the film? I, it would be good if I was here. And what if I was also, I also love this cut where it's like he has to do everything himself. The bit where he's like, shit, I've got to open the door for the first time in my life. This sucks.
1: Do you think it? Yeah, that that, that that Alfred that, right there, like it just tells you that he didn't take him seriously. Yeah. He didn't think he'd actually would
0: leave. Also, the comic was Kingdom Come, oh, when okay. Batman says, um, "So that's what it that feels like." It's when Superman disappears when he turns around.
1: Verified by thumbprint. Even though everyone in the world the saw what that, happened say, at the stock no. exchange.
0: Yeah, but you say that. But also, for the past eight years, he's been making sort of really risky and stupid mistakes as is. it is. It doesn't matter. And the company's been going down the toilet. The company
1: is going down the toilet exclusively because of the energy program that he has now stopped. No trades but it's that still happened continuous. at gunpoint they would allow. People are being shot up and murdered with Uzis and they're like those trades are valid. They're, they're fine. They're fine. Okay, This cracks me up. The fact that, that the his office, of the is just a door, yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm, I, I'm telling you, this is the same place from Dark Knight, right? <laughs> it looks kind of like it.
1: Yeah, if not a reused set, but yeah, it does look like it.
2: Like for say, at, at near the end of the film. <laughs> This is very bond. This is very like a bond set. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
0: Thought you might want to see the bomb thing.
1: I know that Marion Cotillard is French, but the accent that Nolan has her do in this movie and in Inception is just vaguely vague. Like <laughs> it just it, is it, it's it an
0: accent? She's just, just being French still, isn't she? It's
1: just how she talks. I feel like when she speaks in real so, life yeah. it's a little different, but but again, the, the Al Ghul legacy is a, a British man who is, has an no, Arabic no. name whose decoy is Japanese and whose daughter
0: is French. He's Irish though, isn't he?
1: Liam? Is he not English?
0: Yeah. Oh. No, he's Irish. Oh, okay. He's Irish.
1: Hello there. I'm Liam Neeson. <laughs> I want to do comedy. <laughs>
0: The only thing, like, I will defend this film and we can debate whatever we want, all we like, all day, right? That's part of the fun. The thing I still don't understand, and we'll get to it obviously later on because it's not the scene right now, is why does Tar fuck him? Why does what? (laughs) Talia fuck Bruce.
1: Oh, uh, for a second, I think you might have cut out for a second. It sounded like you said, but why does Tarkin? I was like, why does Tarkin what? Peter Cushing? What are you talking about? I was. (laughs) Okay, um,
0: so this is the thing I wanted to bring up to you earlier. So in the board meeting here and later on in the film, you can see an actor that was in the first film that I mentioned before, this guy here. He is... He's the senator. Sorry?
1: He's the real life senator, right?
0: No. Well, the the role of senator is in this scene, but the man who I just pointed out a second ago, Mm. who's from Batman Begins, the Mm -hmm. one who goes apple did not fall far from the tree yeah yeah that's christopher nolan's uncle oh i do not know that i didn't know that even till today that's john nolan his name's uh, the character name's douglas fredericks
2: the toy in the car Not yet. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Where's Bane?
0: Again, comedic Bane.
1: This is a great Bane scene because it, it has an elegance to it where you know he could just destroy everyone.
0: <laughs> Do you feel in charge?
2: Ben Mendelson can make anything great. <laughs> yeah,
3: do you feel
0: It's the nuance that people like joke about his accent and like the voice he uses for Bane, but the nuances he does. <laughs> great line yeah and again it's the it's classifying borrowed line time sorry as the batman begins up till now
2: i love this it's teaching him this is the start of him teaching him Batman. He's right. (laughs) You know what? Drop me in the poor place.
3: (laughs)
1: love that
0: line and you can tell bruce is broke because he's undone his top button and poured this tie down a little bit
1: yeah that's that's the way the poor the poor dress for sure (laughs) I don't believe at all that she's dumb enough to think that he's not Batman or they're not one and the same. But then later on, they really no, do I, commit to that.
0: No, I love it. I love it because that line later on when she she goes, "I'm sorry," I just said, "No, you're not." <laughs> I love that line so much.
1: Dude, I'm imagine how imagine how much Gordon hates this. He's just trying to recuperate, and he's got he's got Modine's character next to him all day.
0: He's like, I'm trying to torture this uh, little child. <laughs> it's like, I don't care.
2: <laughs> Why is he like mocking that? he was chasing batman like a day ago (laughs) yeah an idiot i like how gordon's sort of like grooming him as well oh i guess i just wants to get the fucker so he
0: can get warm i guess but
1: i fired my butler (laughs) Yeah, it's like a love triangle that doesn't even exist because I don't think it
0: doesn't make sense. I don't think she Miranda and, she hates
1: and Selena even have scenes. It's not even a love triangle. It's just I mean, a hero must fuck female character.
0: I think the idea is that it's it's false pretense. I guess her her viewpoint is that she wants to not only destroy him physically, but also mentally the same way Bane does. So she's giving him what he wants, which is a clear out. He wants to have the happy family. He wants to settle down. But also, if you murdered my dad, I wouldn't, you know, fuck you.
1: Yeah, uh, yes. They didn't need to do it. It's just... Yeah, it's just two pretty people that they, you know, like, like. Maybe
0: she got like a hench lady or something to do.
1: Now, when they did have sex, my first thought in the theater was, "Oh, they're my leaving man. it open. They're leaving it open for Damien Wayne." I thought, like, "Oh, she'll live at the end of the movie, and then later on, if they want to do a fourth film, they could be like, here's my kid,' and then nope." Yeah.
2: Do you know what though? I'm not
0: gonna. I'm not gonna like. Say because this is is like him, her corrupting it, like being like, Haha, I I broke your heart. And he's like, So (laughs) I still tapped it. I was gonna say, like, wouldn't you like notice the scars and stuff in the cinema? And
1: then it's like, Well, he's doing the same thing. They also, yeah, like they give away their own twist to the audience. Like, I've never understood why they would do the, uh, the insert cut to her scar.
0: I just I do want to clarify, though. We come from this from a comic book background. We went into the theater
1: knowing. That sure, Talia. but even then, like but you're drawing attention to the I fact was... that she's not... Even if you don't know who Talia Cole is, you're telling the audience that she's not to be trusted with that. Yeah. That's still Again, a filmmaking cue. I love that line. I did
0: have people on my ex didn't know it didn't know it, it was a twist to her at least. So I just want to put that out there.
1: This uh underground stuff with the two of them fighting alongside each other is awesome. Yeah. Do you, the, uh,
0: do you love the
1: DJ Rave scene? Oh, where you can see Batman moving as the light shine. Yeah, that's actually really cool. You go, Catwoman.
0: I love these two together. The suit designs are great, yeah, and again i love I love the outfit
2: that's great, <laughs> so good. here we go.
0: That's awesome. I love and the music's great. Because he thinks he's Batman right now. He thinks he's like back in the game, but he's not. Oh, betrayal! Do you remember this part in the cinema where you know what was about to happen?
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, especially oh, knowing like Nightfall and all that stuff. Like I was like, this is about to be the ass beating of the of the decade right here racing. Also, again, another great directorial it's, choice cut. to cut the score.
0: Whew. Like, uh-oh. And I love it, because she, she comes from, this, you say, like, it's stupidity. I don't think it's stupidity. I think it is, she's a character who's grown up in the slums. She's someone who's poor. She's never expected someone to be on Bruce's level as a rich dude, to give a shit about them. And this is him physically, he's been doing this for years, going out there, risking his life to save people. So I think it's a, it's a culture shock. He defies her her cynical view of the world. He's a rare outlier.
1: That's a good read still- on it. I just think that they establish so much how street smart she is that... I just feel like she's clearly the most competent person in the movie in a variety of ways and that if Blake can know then
0: That's the thing like he is a, he's an outlier he's the he's the rare nobody cares I mean, in real world nobody nobody really cares about people and even if they do, they've got their own agenda Bruce is different he's he's willing to die right now to stop this person from hurting you see
1: There are the little explodey things that don't really do much. They they're scary, man. So you said the little explody things turn off the lights. No, they don't. I thought it it's a different it's a different moment. So the exploding things really don't do anything. <laughs> they're scary, dude. <laughs> they're there to be a nuisance. Like, so you said you, that it was, that Bane saved Talia in the prison, and league then of shadows, and Ooh, then he I joined the league, and destiny. then was excommunicated. Yes. Okay, that makes more sense. I used to think that he was excommunicated, and that's why he was in the prison. No.
0: I love this this dialogue. But mistake. <laughs> that's the lights
2: yeah. I was born in it Molded
1: Molded by, by it, it. but didn't see the light until I was already a man nothing to me but blinding Bruce didn't even try to do a move <laughs> he was just standing <laughs> He's The breaking of the cow is so powerful.
2: He's got a thousand more.
0: This is so devastating for Bruce. I love this. Because he knows what's about to happen. It's not just the physical destruction. It's him using his own arsenal against him.
2: Yep. I'll pack you pack the tumbler.
0: I wonder what would break first. That's one
1: of my favorite lines. Your spirit or your body. Your spirit
0: or body. <laughs> or your body. Oh. I love Selena's face in this scene as well. She regrets everything. This is made of graphite. Turn it into pencils.
1: I want to write. I want to do a journal entry about this.
0: <laughs> Make it into Batman commemorative pencils. The end. That was a great film. Um,
2: well, Here we are. Mister Mr. Wayne, are you there? I'm going to peace
0: out of here. Do you think the hat will protect her?
2: <laughs> I love the hat. Again, she's the best part of the movie. She's great. Yes. I, I believe it's uh, right here. I love this. Like. Yeah. You've just been schooled. And the conversation between them is great, these two. Because you can see her emotions. <laughs> when he opens up to her, she's like,
0: I don't know. Like, you can see the emotions there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Once he realizes, once they realize they're on the same uh, playing field, that they both know the truth now.
2: Hmm.
1: cop protection. Dude, you're the best cop and you're a pencil. You you would never Uh be able to last. Because you still need to learn that as well. Let me ask you a serious question.
0: Yeah. What country is this? This is... um... I
1: think this is a it's Nanda Parbat, isn't it?
0: Is it Nanda Parbat? Like, is it confirmed?
1: No, I have no idea. I'm just, I, I just like, legitimately have no idea where in the world this is. That bane goes all this way. I mean, it's at least, it's got to be days travel. It looks like the Middle East. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Of your soul. <laughs> I didn't even realize his eyes is fucked.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'd say Nanda Pop-Out, why not? Or, like, South America or whatever.
1: I wonder what the, like, Bane... Entrance and exit is for this place. Like, is it a hidden door or something?
0: What for him to get out in the first place? Or
1: well, no, I'm saying like for whoever's running this. They prison, have ropes.
0: They There's have ropes. ropes. Yeah. I love this—the idea that they're torturing and bruised to destroy his spirit, but in turn. He, they don't realize that he's already had his spirit broken, and it's actually more reformative and helps him become his best. I mean, this
1: is the Lazarus pit, you know. This is
0: it's symbolic, yeah. Yeah, but but also you got good cable.
1: I still don't understand why. Why are you doing it? So obsessed with Razal Ghoul's destiny, even though Razal Ghul, he, he loves Talia,
0: because he loves Talia. He's doing Talia's bidding.
1: Yeah, but just, again, the Talia stuff is so he's a not flushed, dude. Out.
0: He's a simp. Listen, listen oh my a simp. god, he's
1: she's like his daughter. You creep. Hmm? Bale does great pain acting. Um, but yeah, it just it doesn't track in terms of maybe it's just because the Talia thing is a last ten minute twist that it doesn't it's not fleshed out because it's just not like why would she want to like she owes Bane her life and she loves Bane like her effective you know effective other father right pre, well, I didn't
0: see it. I thought it was
1: well pre Bane in the league because she's a she's a little child and Bane is a grown ass man in that prison.
0: Yeah, no. So, Bill, you know, it's, so
1: it's, why is it that she then is like I'm so loyal to my dad even though he's shit all over bane the man that say like they never give a good enough reason her dad, why though. she matters. still
0: her dad cuz she left as well remember she left the league as well.
1: Well you're assuming that they have some sort of great relationship but again like it's just Natalia. Ta- no, I don't think that. Raz talia
0: yeah, I don't think Raz and Talia had a great relationship, but at the end of the day, it's still her father.
1: But if she left, and if her protector and only friend was excommunicated, why? Maybe if the I don't know. Maybe if a twist happened earlier in the film, maybe in the second act, and then we we'll got get more. To right,
0: we'll see. I like this. Is like a. My Dean's like on a learning curve. Well again, this is it. This is them training him to be the next Batman.
1: Any way you can. Yeah. I mean that's again, that's what Gordon's been forced to do his entire career up to this point is bend those rules. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Here's some crisps <laughs> <laughs> or chips, America.
1: Bane oh. asked us to feed you salt and vinegar because oh. he knows they're the worst chip.
0: Thank, thank you, Alden.
1: Really so, they're, they're really bad. They're really bad. I can't stand salt and vinegar chips.
0: Only one. Ooh. Again,
1: this is, this is a little bit of the, uh, again, Nolan setting up a very grounded world. And then, like, he heals a back break in six months. And we know that it's, a, we know that it's six months. Is it months real, It's a back break.
0: Not the back break. I'm talking about the jump out of the... Oh, so this is clearly just
1: Joey King. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Like, retrospectively, you're like, that's a go?
1: But you're saying, is what real?
0: Like, I thought you meant like is escaping the pit was like a realistic.
1: Oh, notion. no, 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 no. I'm not saying that is. I'm saying yeah, he sorry. sets up the back break, you know, and then he heals it in six months. And we know it's six months because the bomb has a six month timer. I love this. They put every single cop underneath <laughs> <laughs> the scene. So trap stupid. Them. It's so stupid. <laughs> but I feel like this is what they would do
0: in real life. That's what makes it.
1: Oh, no, I'm saying the cops. The cops are yes. stupid. Um,. And then Bruce, like, he fails a couple times at the jump and, like, he doesn't break his back again. It's just... I just have to accept that his body is made of some other stuff. He has a perfect body. He's like John Walker. He's got a spine brace. God.
0: I mean, it's the same with the comics, though. Like, he's been through weird stuff. It's a comic book movie still. So that's why I always... Even though Nolan says... This is realistic, and we have to come from a ground perspective. I still enter every single film with that perspective because it's, in its nature, the source material what it's depicting is ludicrous.
1: For sure, it's just when the movies are begging you to see. Otherwise. I mean, your
0: your your personally your perspective is that you're going to go deep down that, like you're going with Nolan's viewpoint, whereas I
1: personally have that distinction in my brain. I'm like well and normally, it, I'm so, it. Yeah, normally i'm with it normally i'm with yeah. it because that's you know again any mcu film any x-men film even the the grimmest of the x-men films which would definitely be logan still you know works within the mythology of well it's superpowers whereas mm. nolan was like i'm never gonna do superpowers and i'm never gonna do any of this stuff and even with bane i'm not gonna do venom the, the best you'll get out of me is some vague tubes on his face
0: well he's, he hurt his mouth <laughs> But still, like for me, I can't make that. I can't listen to Nolan in that regard because the film just does something different.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which I guess was a problem with not a problem, but it's a, it's, a, it's something that you know he has to reconcile. It's just I think it's yeah. It was a marketing
0: point as well. I think I think it was to prove that it's not going to be like *Batman and Robin*.
1: Yeah. How do you feel about Gordon being, uh, Gordon and Alfred being written out of the A plot for a long time?
0: I like it because it's teaching this new generation. Bruce, in a sense, becomes the new Alfred to Blake by teaching him. Yeah. And Gordon is also teaching him. And it sets up their relationship,
1: so it's not like Batman just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, five months. It's a five-month break. Which is even, is, is even more unrealistic, but that's fine. Poor Dr. Pavel.
2: <laughs> I love you. Ju- I just love juice. God knows. Hey.
0: Again, yeah, it's the Jason Todd of it all. The, the gun. The ricochet
1: bullet. I'm not sure if that's a thing that would ever actually work, but it's cool.
0: Yeah. Again, like, he's learning that guns don't work.
2: And even the Bruce so Wayne moment.
1: Like, even more so than guns don't work, it's just that he probably is new on the force and probably he's been in firefights, but he probably has never killed a man.
0: And also, like, it's the Bruce Wayne moment. He's like, this this is the weapon of the enemy. Throw it away. It doesn't work. They're going to blow up the bridge.
2: And the buildings for the police are...
0: This kid, you know what? Bane's not wrong. What a lovely, lovely voice. (laughs)
1: Isn't this the team that uh, Victor Stone plays for
0: um, in Justice probably. League? Gotham Knights,
2: right? Yeah.
1: Is this the debut of the Bane coat in this movie? Or did he already wear it?
0: I think, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, like I mentioned before, it's based on the French Revolution and the Swedish army jacket.
1: Great. <laughs> This, uh, by the way, like this explosion too is practical of taking out the football field.
0: Yeah, apparently he didn't realize like how realistic the the player didn't realize how realistic it was. So when he was running, he was actually genuinely running for his life. Oh, here, here's a really weird fact. Apparently, other actors that were considered to play John Wick included Ryan Gosling and Mark Ruffalo.
1: oh, just he just feels older. Way too old. He's way too older. Yeah, especially really it would avengers. have been Avengers Ruffalo so it wouldn't have worked. Gosling would have been fantastic.
0: But I do like Jessica Gondelman. He just feels more like I don't know. He's young. He feels more like Robin. Questionable. Apparently, before the Christmas of 2011, Christopher Nolan invited several prominent directors, including Edgar Wright, Michael Bay, Brian Singer, John Favreau, Eli Roth, Duncan Jones, and Stephen Daldry. So I'm excited for in the first six minutes. Hmm. Well, one of them was next to Brian Singer, but you know,
1: nice, good old Brian.
0: This shot is great. The
1: bridges. Charles always wanted to build bridges. On <laughs> <laughs> franchise, dude. And then there's Metropolis over there. Oh shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey man. They said it, not me.
0: Do you do you remember like this film thing like oh my god, Man of Steel is going to come out it's going to be realistic, so it's going to be the same universe, and we're going to see Christian Bale versus Henry Cavill. I remember and everybody then, assuming that, that,
1: but I, 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 never, that so bad. I never thought that, that the Bale universe was ever going to tie in.
0: Well, it made more if, sense. Because if me,
1: Superman like. exists in, in these movies, he's an asshole. Because he could have solved this very easily. Well, we've
0: seen what he's like in Man of Steel there. So. Also an asshole. Yes.
1: It's almost like a well executed
0: plot. It's almost like I told you if I fucking.
1: No, I, I like this as well, the bit. Oh, when Gordon, the fake out, yeah, where you think he's in trouble. Well, he is in trouble. Die, yeah. You think that they got him, yeah.
0: Mind your corners, son. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? Get the fuck out. I need your car, man.
1: Me playing Grand Theft Auto. Except I'm not a cop, <laughs> I just need your car. <laughs> Gordon, it's time to show these young boys how it's done. He's been healthy for about
0: five weeks now. <laughs> just wait, Gordon just, just
1: likes the hospital <laughs> food. He's got no wife and Really, kids it's that barbara cooked, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, no, this is the first time I've been cared for <laughs> in about six years.
2: <laughs> oh, pulling a drip out is, it sucks. Hi, thank you, sir. Whatever it is, this is the weirdest. This is the weirdest game of football I've ever seen. I like Doritos. (laughs) Doritos are great. (laughs) No shit.
1: Uh, More over-explaining in the movie that will bite it later. It's it's to scare people, though. No, the six miles thing, not the bomb stuff in general. Because the six miles thing and the autopilot yeah, you and, six... and the editing of the movie do not add up.
0: I will get to
2: that.
1: Bruce would not have survived, but yes, we'll get there. I love I love For One of You Holds the detonator. It's such a good way to... It's like the two boats but on, on the grandest mm-hmm. possible scale. By the way, we should shout out um, the Lego Batman movie for using this voice, and I guess the Harley Quinn cartoon as well. Everybody that has used this voice since, it is always a good choice. It's great. I
0: love how the the, the uh, president of, of the U.S. is like, "Well, Gotham's fucked." <laughs> Never liked
2: it anyway. Peace out, bitches.
0: Again, this is the slow unraveling of all the good that the Dent Act and Bruce has done. Well,
1: that's the thing is that, you know, the politics of Nolan's Batman movies, particularly Dark Knight and and Rises, uh, begins begins as pretty straight up politics. But the um, the Dent Act is in the same way. It's the ideological equivalent of Bruce's sonar machine, right? That Lucius had a problem mm-hmm. with. The Dent Act is 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 ethically wrong. It's not just a lie, but you know, being able to round up yeah. with impunity and things like that, like Gordon, whoever came up with it, if it was Gordon, if it was the mayor, whoever's idea that was, it was a bad idea. You know, you wasted. Not only was the Harvey thing a lie, but you also wasted it. You could have done something really good with that and you didn't. Yeah. I also do love this sequence
0: of Bruce like feeling desperation and he clearly the love for the sea that he cares more about than his own his own well being, his his sense of self. Yeah. It's we're on our own. And then, yeah, it's, it's, it's like you said, it's slowly unraveling it, it.'s obviously, we see the the first point. This is like martial law. Then they break the prisoners out here, and he's just straight up, tells the that's what's great about his act here. Bain's wow. telling the truth.
2: This is so great, this sequence.
0: Look at Blake's reaction to this. Yeah, he immediately
1: is disgusted. Also, uh, Gary Oldman, when he reacts and yells at Blake because of this, he completely completely has an accent change and he chews the scenery and it's so good he goes full gary oldman this is great i love the speeches he mocks him say
2: my boy Now, granted,
1: I don't know why anyone would believe Bane. I be- I understand I why the co- why the criminals would. I don't know why the people of Gotham would be like that. Makes sense, but I think it's because he's mentioned it before. Like he has the speech.
2: Here it comes. His his voice. Like, I did. <laughs> it's so good. Into the filth. He's <laughs> great. Look at him, he's still
0: line.
1: Again, this is, a, tracks this is of a criminals, this is the... but this is the guy that just puts you under the threat of a bomb and the reporters are gonna be like, he's probably telling the truth. Like he could have just printed up any shit.
0: Yeah, but it's the same with, with real life. Like you know he's a freedom fighter, man.
1: Now, the effects of it are, are, I I think, are interesting and and cool. Like, a people's court run by a crane. But also, quite frankly, people
0: abuse the situation. Like you said, not only the prisoners, but also just people in general. Yeah. It's the French, this is again, it's a a reference to the French Revolution. When the people were overcome with a a frenzy, and this actually happened. Which again, that's a reference to the the Tale of Two Yeah. And again, it's I love the court scene with, again, bringing Scarecrow back. She doesn't love it. Like this is the Selena is like seeing the change now. She's talked about this for ages, but it, it's not right.
1: Well, again, because like the like the fragile peace, this is also not built on truth. It's not actually uh, a class struggle. It's not actually—I mean, it's a class struggle, but it's not actually an uprising of the people. It's an uprising of terrorists manipulating the people.
0: Well, it's an uprising of terrorists manipulating people and people. Again, yeah, i in the situation they're getting rid of the rich, but are they any better than them? I don't necessarily think so. Like, they're nobody's gaining them.
1: anything, it's just everyone's burning down together. Mm. This is me just normally doing a press up, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> he says, You're an idiot, your back is broken, you moron.
2: Okay, anyway, guys, if you ever break your back, remember, just get a rope and get someone to punch it. <laughs> He's fumbling attempts. What the fuck did he do? <laughs>
0: I love this I think it's a recurring cycle like with Raz. he got excommunicated, and he did the same thing.
3: Yeah.
2: No. Is this doctor sucks? <laughs>
1: This guy, yeah. I messed up his face. I let the mom die.
0: Locked up, didn't Yeah, left the door open. Lazy fucker.
1: See, that's actually good expositional writing because it dodges the question where he says Bane was was the child. He grew up here. Or Bane was born here. He grew up here. Mm. The doctor is able to tell the story without... He's dodging the question and he's not, you know. Oh.
0: Okay. And then this is the flashback scene right now, yeah, right?
1: He's like so out of it. A fugue state. He sees Roz.
0: We've all been there. We've all had a bit too much to have. And we see Liam Neeson. This is a great, again, throwback
2: to the begins. legacy. I'd say as well that's a great double. This refers to Talia too. so much. Uh, This is why I love Bruce Wayne so much. This guy does more doctor work than the doctor.
1: And I do love snow in Gotham.
0: I love snow in Gotham. Gotham at Christmas, great film. And I love this too. Like even it's just the decadence. It's the it's the people
2: flourishing in the hatred. Not though, is it?
0: I guess as well, that's their excuse. It's it's, you know, they're, they're feeding the cops, they're giving them water and food, so they're not like they're killing them, yeah. And still, like, he cares about the kids and stuff. I love John Blake.
2: Fuck me. I wish I was like that. He's like, magnificent.
0: <laughs> I love this line he gives about, I'm not angry. I'm sorry, I'm not, uh, I'm not afraid. I'm angry. I love that line so much.
2: Attempt number one, baby.
0: Again, this is all thematic stuff from Nolan. It's that you can't, you can't escape until you control, confront your fears. You can't pretend to be okay unless you confront your fears.
1: Well, right, Again. and, the, and the, having the rope is, is pretend. It's not doing it for yeah. real. It's, it's no. a safety net. It's not commitment.
0: And it's not until he and he gets frightened again by the bats later on. We'll see that. But and that's the moment where it clicks again. He has to face the fear again. He has to embrace that. He's got he got too cocky in his own experience, which Alfred said as well. Ooh.
2: this cut to the Thomas Wayne, right? was oh, it this bit or was it that? I love that's where they cut the shot off yeah great line That's Don John Smart.
1: These are the worst government officials of all time.
0: They're the worst, yeah, I was about to say they're the worst CI agents.
1: Horrendous. All these guys.
0: That's John Jones. That's Martian Man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's in every D C continuity. They're sitting around eating beans.
2: What the, like what is the the, the weirdo cop What's the difference? in this movie? I don't know.
1: I don't know if on principle or on concept, I like an ex-cop being Batman.
0: I mean, I get it, but also it's complicated. Like Dick Grayson in the comics was a cop as well, which is where that stems from.
1: No, totally. Yeah, no, again, it's just even there. Like, it's just weird. Like, and we'll talk about this when we get to the end of the movie, but I don't think that Robin John Blake just can be Batman. Like he, because here's the key element it was not just Batman can be anybody which tracks and that makes sense for the themes it was also you must make yourself more than just a man like I think that Batman John Blake yeah but John Blake needs to leave like he needs to go become more than John Blake because as it stands he's just a a cop with no Alfred yeah but that's the beginning of
0: it it's the beginning of his story it's not like he just goes straight out I don't think he's still got to learn I'm sure Bruce is like, he had enough time to do the all play I'm sure he did. Left him a program. He's the Bruce Campbell voice from the Spider Man games. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> you
2: built the bomb? Like, you fucking idiot. So you better not shake it. Dickhead. Stare Lardin.
0: These guys think they're the, they're the bee's knees, and look at they them, really they're do. so shit.
2: <laughs> Lucius is me. Lucius is oh, like, Oh, shit. I'm done with this. <laughs> That's a beautiful voice. Again. Oof. I mean. the less we say about that
0: (laughs) damn again that ties into um that ties into i was i was surprised they showed that quite frankly
1: yeah same Um,
0: that ties back into the french revolution
2: executing people in public
1: yeah yeah absolutely
0: This Can't guy speak English. You this asshole. guy, is, this guy, no, this guy's fucked up. He's on, he's on something.
2: I'm angry. That's me every day on Twitter.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bruce, you're still gonna fail, man. That rope is for pussies.
0: Understand? This, this one, this is the one I love because when he comes down, it cuts to the uh, Thomas Wayne. To Thomas, yeah. It's so great. And again, it's, it's also, yeah, it, it's not It's not lost we on,
1: it's not it can't be lost on the viewer that they could have designed Bane's prison in any way and they chose a well sort of, you know, parallel.
0: Here we go.
2: I love it so much.
0: I guess it's that, it's that one dialogue, I get really emotional near the end of this film, by the way, just to clarify, as a warning for all the listeners.
3: I love this line. Oh, my city.
2: Oh, so good. Then make the climb. <laughs> the same way the child did. Without the rope.
0: I love this. Dude, the soundtrack for this moment. This is the this is the key element. This is the bit. This is the crux of it. This is where I get emotional as fuck.
2: You ready?
1: Rise.
0: I love that. It's so fucking good. So the whole something that was so something that earlier on in the film was very much a negative like invoking is now a rallying cry of positivity it's it's it, you learn that the whole film is him rising back up again
1: it's also just like a reframing sort of a, of the cult of bane too where yeah you think it is the cult of bane and it is to a large degree but they are also victims that's
2: That guy's like, did he do it? <laughs> <laughs> love that, And he frees them, too. Yeah. They're all murderers, but it's fine.
0: I love this cameo again. We talked about this last time. Bringing back Killian Murphy is just a great way of doing it. And he, he he has fun in all of them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Death
0: by Exile. This costume is great as well. Like can you see the, the rips in the suit? And look, the, 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 the tussles.
1: Yeah, it's like, yeah, he's full, he's fully transitioned.
2: I also think that <laughs> Death by Exile is so funny. It's so great. Bane's knitting. <laughs> this
0: reminds me a lot of Arkham. Arkham C. Yeah. And they're called sweat. <laughs>
2: This is horrifying you sacrificed to you, you win for a quick stroke <laughs> Ugh. I'm so glad uh you're
0: in for a shot night um cup didn't go down go down yeah
1: <laughs> Dude, it's been so that that's just a weird edit that it was twenty three days and now it's eighteen hours. The passage of time in this movie is not well tracked. I
0: like it. It's
1: fine that that much time passes, it's just they don't do a good job of conveying it. It's because Bruce has
0: to get a plane back.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: I've never been bothered by that. I'm like, where did you get a plane? He's got no money. I'm like, it's Bruce Wayne. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Gordon.
2: Like, Gordon, you lied for like eight years. You have no ground to stand on. I don't blame him for his actions here. Yeah, I mean, I'm of two minds about it. I mean, it's just. He's got kids, though, isn't he? Yeah. He does that and gets killed. Yep. Yeah, I do. Lucius Fox told me.
1: I am a ninja.
0: <laughs> My dad is Liam Neeson.
1: <laughs> the worst ninja in the world. I like died <laughs> in car crash.
0: I love this because one, Selena's saving him. Two, the one thing that he needs—this little kid—he's like desperate to steal for. She takes a bite out of it. Yeah.
2: To be fair, though, if, if Anne halfway ate my apple, I'd also look after that apple. Hey. For a thief, I love it. How'd they fix your knee? You got a haircut as well, which is good. Yeah. (laughs) I love Bruce. He still sees the good in people. How does Italy sound? about if you suck my dick (laughs) (laughs) oh they're a great combination yeah they both want the same thing ultimately they just didn't think they could get it because she still doesn't
0: quite understand why he's like this she even says it later on she's like you've given them everything like what why but he that's what he's here for bruce Wayne died he is the batman this is his job it's not until he realizes that he can actually take that life that he deserves and john blake is the perfect opportunity for that he's someone else who cares about the city like so much
1: This guy's so pleased with himself. he's so pleased with himself too
0: she's my girlfriend
1: now here's a thing I love that is so dumb but I love it and it is perfect the fact that Bruce took what I'm presuming to be a long ass time to set up the flaming bat because it is massive, yes, it is yes. massive, and it had to have been a long time. And he does it purely for the theatricality of mm-hmm. of the of hope, and for yes. and that goes back to shaking them out of apathy. Like, yes, mm-hmm. it really serves no functional purpose, but it tells people that they can breathe. And that's one of those things where it's like, yes, like cause people go,
0: "We would have taken the majors." I'm like, yes, but also he could have gotten some kids to do it whilst he was busy, you know. It, he's he. It's a comic book movie, and it's a movie.
2: Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I Maybe mean, I could tap it
1: then. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, it's like, where can I get me one of those, Mister Wayne? I love this. The Dark Knight bunker, the Bat bunker.
0: Yeah.
2: He's he's back up, so it's a couple of different bits. There's no brace in there.
0: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Fucking the music. And you can see the bits are rusted as well. I love that. Yeah. Can we poked it?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm, they're mentioning this
1: autopilot quite a lot in this movie.
0: All they have to—he's tricking him. He needs plausible deni- deniability.
1: I wonder what the, that'll come back in the end. <laughs> oh yeah, I want to believe that Bruce actually got back five days before he revealed himself to Selina, and after he shaved is when he set up the big gas bat on the. <laughs> <laughs> on the building
0: well, that or you got kids you know or someone else to do that they oh rest time. in peace one guy who was reading messages for about eight months That clown from Batman Returns was just about to get out you know, after all these years.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love the scene.
0: <laughs> I love the scene, by the way, when he teaches him again, like the, the small aspects of stuff.
1: Yeah, light it up. So good. Yeah, light it up was awesome. It's just such a hype moment.
0: And the little, the little, um, yeah, the little injectors with the bats. Because <laughs> we know in Batman Begins he sharpened those, so he made them. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I promise you it's going to be really cool. Just throw it down. So cool. And it's a signal call. It works because that's what gets Matthew Modine. Yeah.
0: Impossible. <laughs>
1: Call the doctor and ask him if anyone made the jump.
0: (laughs) I love this moment with um. Again, like I said, they teaches him how to do the stuff. And he closes his eyes like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna die," and then there's the music, and he does this really great kick it he beats them up and yeah, then kicks again, the you keep, and you see you kick it's so fucking good.
2: <laughs> I told you this in a car.
1: <laughs> I know it was five months ago.
0: Though, so. uh, one, two, three. Oh, shit. <clears throat> I love this line as well. It's a great comedy
2: bit. <laughs> the rest of that one dude I never noticed that
0: <laughs> again It's a nice little callback
1: to the first film. You won't because I'm out of here no matter what happens, actually. If I die, I'm gone. If, if I win, I'm gone. So
0: I love this shot. This is this is pure like Batman Returns.
1: Yeah.
0: This feels very much like a Batman Begins shot as well. Like the Browns.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: And that feels dark night inside the container. <laughs>
0: This line is the best. Yeah. The emotion yeah. in her voice and the way he delivers it too. It's fantastic. This is why I love Batman Alden.
1: And he knows that she's not. He knows that she'll make the right choice.
3: Yeah.
1: But this bit,
0: this is my favorite Batman. That's one of my favorite Batman moments of all time.
2: Oh, see, I, tell you, I told you. It's starting. I love, I love Batman.
0: These <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs>
1: the worst cop. You guys have been underground for nine months because of your stupidity.
0: They like start. They're, they 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 should be starving.
2: Does that say knob? I missed
0: it. (laughs) He's like, I wish I stayed home.
1: All right, you showed up, you showed face, now go back (laughs) (laughs) up.
0: Take a selfie. Tag yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Good job, boys. (laughs) At Gotham (laughs) Civil War. Lol. I love how non-proportionate this explosion is when she shoots the cards. It's ridiculous, yeah. but I love it. This is a great shot, though.
1: Fuck you. Yeah, the bat giving them the opening.
2: Will she leave?
1: Yeah, I was setting her up for her Han Solo moment.
0: You're 100% right, there. Whose side do you want, Alden? Are you on the cops or the random people?
1: Uh, I gotta be honest, man. I was just having that thought. It's like, has there ever been a third act battle where I didn't care about either side? <laughs> I am not a fan of Batman, third act in the daytime. It's different, but it's just not for what me. What
0: about Batman in the... Lo- it's the first time I've seen Batman in the, in the daytime. That's what I said. Oh, is it? Sorry. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I just said I'm not a fan of third act Batman in the daytime. It's weird.
2: Back to
0: die in your city. Again. Okay, I would admit that's the worst line in the film.
1: I've said that, yeah, I've said that a bunch of times. It's it's Bruce's weakest work as a
0: It's yeah, it's not the best figure, but he you know, he broke his back. Give him credit.
1: And there you they already again give away your Talia twist, oh. even if you don't know who Talia is. You paused. Can you
2: hear me?
1: What did you say? I've paused the film. Oh, you did?
0: Yes, that's why I was doing that. And then I said, I've paused. They didn't hear know, it. Yeah, because I'm not
2: watching. And... In...
0: Two, one. Nice advertisement for Greyhound buses.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's me in a video game, you know, when they give you like three dull options before you get the right one. (laughs) I love his. Do you remember his little. um, It's going to happen. I I, I can't remember if it's like now ish or like in a few minutes. But when Miranda starts flooding the basement, he does this like, oh fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Up the ladder.
1: When he, like, tries to hustle over to the ladder <laughs> to get out.
0: So this is why, this is my point. You know how you said that John Blake can't be Batman? Or, like, he, he you feel conflicted. Oh, fuck's sake, no, nah, sorry. My thing paused again.
1: It paused again?
2: hmm Now. And we will, three, two.
0: You are know, like for me, like John Blake, he, he's ultimately Batman because right now he's endangering children to do his. What better Batman move is that?
1: That's true. Now look at how many of them there are.
0: I do love this fight sequence. Because there's a moment in the second where. There's a moment in the second where um, Batman punches the, the the you know the magical gas that's helping Bane, and then yeah. he gets really like pissed off afterwards. And that's me when I stub my toe. Honestly, he, he goes, he ah,
3: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, and, it, and it, again, it, you know, with that setup, it, it's. It's it's cumulative pain. It's not just the pain of the fight. hmm It's also his debilitating injury coming at the forefront.
0: That's what I mean. That's the that's the it's ah uh, fuck. And it makes him my, sloppy. My but I've had experience with obviously jaw pain because of my history. Yeah. So I get it. So when I watched the film, I was like, oh shit, like I know how that feels.
1: And then right here, she's already wearing a vaguely Asian tunic.
0: (laughs) Well, that and also everyone outside is quiet now. He's on the hinge too. I love it.
2: But I'm not an ordinary citizen.
1: You have my permission to die. Thing. It's, it's great. It's, it's fine.
0: It's great. I love it.
1: It's not petty, Bruce. That I love. It's petty, Bruce. Where I'm like, okay. Well, he's pissed off. I love, yeah. The the
2: Bane shock and all, though, at him being back is great. Yeah. But I didn't.
0: Lucius told uh,
1: you that this suit sucked for up close
0: he did say that he said that uh, it'd be more dangerous against knives in the last film
2: yep You see me. Pausing again. No.
1: And then movie in three, two, one. Love good flashback. It's me, Tom Hardy. There's my face. Yeah. (laughs) I'm in this movie.
2: This is where she explains the thing we talked about. That's what the fuck did face up? Look at him, he's so badass. Look, Young Raz is great. Yeah, he's awesome. So he trained us.
1: Until you killed him. That's such a leap. No, she, I, I get it. She makes get the it. whole case against her father and then is like, but you killed him. And the, she should be thanking Bruce Wayne. He's, no,
0: because Ra still saved Bane. Like, he excommunicated him in the sense of, like, I don't think you're great for my daughter.
1: Even Roz's, I mean, I understand Roz was a man of love and like in his own way and the guilt and everything, but he didn't even leave his wife there. His wife did her, his, her own little trade behind his back to free him, and he didn't know that. No, yeah, no, still, no like, one is—no one yet. in the Al Ghul family should experience any guilt, and yet here we are, and her they, motivation is... Uh, I just get- our, but here's my problem. It is combining a revenge plot for you killed my father with we want to fulfill his goals and destiny.
0: Because she does agree with him still. Like she he was murdered doing something that she still agrees with.
1: I guess. I just wish she was more of a character. She's like exclusive. She's one of those twist. people.
0: I mean, like, if you had a if you had like an argument of your dad, you like, we can't well live together. I don't think you want them to be murdered still. Well. I mean, obviously, in this case.
2: (laughs) Please. That was the original uh, Thanos snap there. (laughs) Bruce is like, I will get the last word in no matter what.
0: It just reminds me of that P. Home sketch. Where he's like, When I started something in you yeah. a few <laughs> yeah. days ago. This moment, I love it because it's like, it's just Joseph Godlover being exasperated by stupidity. You are killed. You're going to save those kids. This guy is the worst. They're worse than the Gotham cops. Like the idea, I get behind the, the 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 delivery of the idea, the the way they brought it about. Not great, I'll say that.
2: Is that fair? Yeah, no, totally.
0: Guy just did the most pointless death. You missed it. Dead shot died.
1: Well, you know.
0: Uh, Modine's Matthew death.
1: Modine's twisty dead body is like oh. they were like be dead and he was like, I'll just be a ballerina. I fine. Mean, you
0: just have to imagine the fire.
2: <laughs> Damn so. Someone... What do you think about Bane's death?
1: I don't care. And I Thank don't mean you. that in a dismissive way. I just no, mean like I, it's
0: yeah, people are so mad by it, like shut the fuck
1: no, up. No, yeah, like I'm not mad by it. Like I think that I I would have cared less if he was still I would care more. I would be more mad if he was still the A villain, but they undermined Bane and made him a lackey. So I don't necessarily I just don't feel anything for Bane at the end. I appreciate him as a protector character. Um, but I don't care at all about this Talia. She's so uninteresting and not developed that it doesn't register. She's just, she doesn't even really get to be League of Shadows. She's not even doing ninja stuff. Like even the base level of what they have introduced, they don't really do. But their Getting their their team that. up here with the Batpod is pretty great. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. This is the moment where John Blake's like, fuck police. (laughs) This guy. They're the worst. He's like, can I save these children, please? (laughs) They're like, no.
2: (laughs) My man. (laughs) the Worst person ever. And I got ten minutes to see the moon. This is very Bond. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, this guy's like we're gonna pray.
1: Well, he's a priest. I know, but it's just like, buddy, it's a nuke. It's a nuke.
0: He's got one job, man. Leave him. I love how the bat party can still fuck up these tumblers. this is the, uh, oh, Alden. This is the moment turns. this is the it's the exact same music as the batman begins when raz dies and it's the exact same way he dies.
1: So raz died in a way cooler way he died in a falling it's the exact train same, dude she dies it's the exact, in a car it's crack. the exact same death. it's the same music cue she dies in a minor car crash too she just falls
0: the way it goes down though it's exactly the same
2: Backwards. Nice. Here we go. I just can't respect
1: any, any tumblers that aren't black. These camel <laughs> ones just suck.
0: A camo anything sucks. You ready? Here we go. It's the same bit of music from the first film, and it's the same way of death, which I do appreciate, actually.
2: (laughs) I don't have to save you either. (laughs) Oh, you can see the head bubbles.
1: Here we go. The uh, whole reveal. Death is the worst.
0: Ignore the the, ignore this bit.
1: This death sucks.
2: Yeah.
0: That's great though. That was good. That was good. Like, oh shit.
1: (laughs) Here goes, Lucius. (laughs) Get the hell out of there.
0: This is the bin cinema. I was like, oh, he's gonna die. Like, (laughs) I genuinely thought they're gonna kill off Bruce. And this is it like oh shit. Oh fuck.
2: What if I it over the bay? A, <laughs> it's an atom bomb.
0: Is this bit Ugh. Ugh. oh god that was her fault in that regard I love this moment like you said, the speech here, the little flashback is great, it's the bit where I get teary again
2: aww oh. I love this. Gordon's like, I met a lot of kids with no parents. I did that all the time.
0: This music here, this whole, I love, this is where I was like weeping.
2: Bruce Wayne. Second.
1: all right let's break this down so this bomb we are explicitly told has a six mile blast radius obviously we know here that he has fixed the autopilot and that uh-huh. it should be able to take um. that it should be able to then itself take it out over the ocean right here's the problem nolan or his editor they keep cutting to the cockpit to show you that he's there so i don't know what means like there's there's no it's like the the autopilot was like an afterthought it's almost like they did kill him and then they were like no that's too bleak autopilot like it just to trick the audience because i i was tricked quite frankly it's to trick the audience but it doesn't have logical consistency if from this moment on it coming out of the of the skyscrapers and going over, if you never cut back to the cockpit, it works. It's the fact that he cuts to the cockpit far out over the ocean. That whole acceptance it's moment. Slow down. How did he get out? And in what way could he have gotten six miles away from his own ship at that point?
0: It just not or scene. he had the actual bat he had the actual batwig and he jumped in it and flew off. In what Batman, direction? What do you mean what direction? It's covered by the cloud.
1: It's just He's got a submarine. It's just so
0: He's got the has got the plane from the last film. It's it flies they,
1: really quickly. They want to emotionally manipulate the audience, which I normally have no problem with. I mean I watched Sappy shows. And it works for me. But it and, and again it worked for me too the first time I saw it. But then I immediately was just like, "Well, why show that he was still in there? If you don't show that he's in there, wait, 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 that sorry, I have to.
0: I love this sequence, this, this epilogue sequence. I adore. Sorry to interrupt you, but the Bruce Wayne's funeral sequence and everything he, we script. see here is is so good. This is obviously this is from a Tale of Two Cities. Yeah." And that like he throws that he's like, fuck the police.
1: I do like that, yeah, that it's so built on a tale of two cities in the same way that Xavier and Magneto was the once and future king. Yeah. The sequence
0: of Alfred, I don't know how you can watch it and not tear out.
1: Oh yeah, it's like Oscar level acting coming out of nowhere.
0: And the grave is just so horrible.
1: And also but the fact so that perfect. it's just you know, we few, that's just these four that are able to, and Selina, that are able to carry on the truth.
3: hmm uh-huh.
1: It really is kind of fucked up that he didn't
3: include Alfred in.
1: Although he planned to, so.
2: He knew he'd find his favorite restaurant. And this is a flashback from earlier on, like a reference. It was the Batman. The statue's great. Yeah.
1: The statue to me actually kinda of looks like if Jim Lee drew this version.
0: I love Gordon's face as well. He thinks he's we've lost hope. Like there's even though he saved the day, there's you know This is this is the thing I love so much, this makes me weep, the what he does with the house. I love this so much.
2: I love this so much.
0: When they, I saw the Martha front, Thomas Wayne Home for Children, yeah, I had,
1: I'd gone. That was amazing. This right here got an applause in the theater. I know. I applaud. I love this this, this Robin moment.
0: That was. Kept from everyone in the in the thing, including Joseph Gordon Levitt. Well,
1: because Nolan was so famously anti Robin.
3: Uh-huh.
0: I love this as well. And then I was like, yeah,
2: like I was, it was fist pump worthy. Bruce Wayne,
0: and he knows he's like eh, my man. And the missing item is the clean slate,
2: the string of pearls oh, being the poles. gone. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: And I love this. I remember seeing this and I was like, I got it. And yes, this is obviously the callback when it retrospectively, you watch it again. like. But I'm focusing on Blake in this sequence. Yes, it's happy that Bruce is happy. But I, this is like a great flashback. And then he sees, then you see the, the happiness and the, the hope restored in Gordon here when he sees the symbol fixed. And the great, again, a shot back to begins when Blake does the exact same thing as Bruce. Like he embraces the bats.
1: The only thing thematically that's complicated about um, a hero, Here we go, any, well, well, yeah. But the only thing that's complicated about this is that those are Bruce's fear. So it's almost like whatever version of Batman he becomes. Yeah, but it's the symbol that it's 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 become more than his fear now. The symbol has evolved. Well, sure. Protector of But his, but like Blake standing in that doesn't mean, doesn't have the emotional resonance of Bruce standing in it. You're telling me if you walked in a room full of bats, you wouldn't be like, what the fuck off? Sure, but they're not my personal phobia. Like that was created Bruce personally. Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, but again, like that symbol's evolved and he's doing that because it's bats. And if you get attacked by bats, you're going to be like, fuck off. Great shot. I love this. And then the title sequence.
2: Yeah, that was a movie.
1: You are still not impressed, are you? I'm not, like, not impressed. I just, every time I watch the movie, I think I'm going to have a, have a breakthrough. And sometimes I get close, sometimes I don't. Uh, there are things I like about it. There are things I really don't like about it. And there are things that I've been different to. And again part of it is just it it has the unfortunate benefit of coming after two near perfect movies. Yeah. Um I still think there are some
0: elements that I feel like we've talked about like real world stuff affecting some of the viewing maybe.
1: Totally. To- oh yeah, totally. Like this is the most I've ever disliked the police in this movie. You know, yeah. like straight know. Out, like th- and that's just but I mean like
0: but like directed stuff as well
1: like Nolan. Oh, t- true. Yeah, like Nolan, yeah, like that way um in that way, it's sort of like Nolan has fallen from grace a little bit. Not that he's some horrible person, but he's definitely he's you know he's no longer untouchable, and he didn't, doesn't have that hype anymore. And then the cop stuff, and just some of the I other stuff. I mean, even
0: and, his his way of like you said, him saying yes, Gotham. My Gotham films are gonna be serious or like grounded, and yes, yeah, it's reflected in some of the dialogue. But also, I feel like looking back, that was a that was also a marketing tool to get people interested in again. And I think the films themselves are, aren't that grounded as we think. He died.
1: Oh no, I haven't died. No, I was just, I was just letting you. you, just, finish. you,
0: you I, I, was, I was waiting for your response. <laughs> I, I got, I got the.
1: Okay. <laughs> no, you were. <laughs> people, people won't understand that, but uh, yeah, no, I just, I was listening to your monologue about Nolan, and then it's almost like I was responding in my own mind. Like I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, I could see. Like I, I was having the con- the conversation in my brain. And I don't think that, and that's not a criticism. That is a
0: that is a, a personal thing that I, that well, I respect clearly because we have different views and films and that's what's hard. That's what's part of the fun. It's, it's me being like, yeah, come on, come on. And yeah, you know, it's not going to work every time. It's not going to be hits. I'm not here to brainwash you. I'm, here, I'm We're here to appreciate and bounce forward sort of stuff. And sometimes we don't like you, you'll pick something up that I'll be like, yeah, do you know what? I'm not really a big fan of that now, like looking back and it's the same thing and that's what's fun about it. Um, I think this is the most interesting film we've done so far because I feel like- No, totally. It's definitely- The the most far we've been, I think.
1: Because that's the thing is that we have been mildly differing, like in Burton Schumacher where I like one more and you like another one more. Uh But generally, you know, that's sort of a a rollicking sort of four movies to watch. These, you know, we were on such high highs. This one we differ so much, and then now we're gonna to go to low lows together. <laughs> where, where we're gonna have, we're gonna both be negative coming up. Well, actually, that's um, not entirely true. Not Man true. of Steel. I don't. Well, actually, I don't know if you've said that to the audience that we're gonna do Man of Steel, which is. I mean, well, we all know. That, that's yeah, just. That, that's the, it. that's the reveal. Because I'm, I'm sure some people that are listening to this show would assume we would go straight for BBS. But Charlie and his infinite desire to torture me is going to make me sit through an extra Snyder movie that doesn't even have Batman in it just because it's sort of part of that. Uh, Well,
0: technically, I think you find there is a Wayne Enterprises
1: satellite. Yeah, I saw it. Seems to infer that Batman does exist. I saw it, and I I was that guy in 2013 that was like,
2: Wayne. Wait, oh my, my God. I'm going
0: gonna, I'm gonna to text this. I'm going to tweet this.
1: Out. I'm going to tweet about how I wonder which Batman they're going to connect us to, if it's going to be a new Batman or if it's <sighs> going to be a... I uh, still think it should have been this Batman, but we'll give it up. I, I, I was... This is totally... We'll talk about it in the next episode, but I totally thought that Man of Steel and Arrow were going to tie in together. Interesting. I 100% thought that... I thought that Zod's "You Are Not Alone" message was going to pop up in that season of Arrow.
0: That would be great. That would have been amazing.
1: And that it would have been like on Oliver's like Arrow Cave screen and well, Oliver Diggle be and fair, Felicity.
0: To be fair, to younger Ulm, technically you're right. Yeah, I mean, kinda. Well, no, completely
1: because we know the Snyderverse
0: and the Arrowverse have connected; they've met.
1: Yeah, they've met, but they're just not like. They don't have the same historical events, but they are both in the multiverse. Different Earth, though, it? Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I, I totally to was face? like, I remember telling my teacher who watched <laughs> shows, I was like, they're gonna, I, I, I was like, I guarantee it, they're gonna do it. Where the season two finale of Arrow, after he beats Deathstroke, they're gonna be in the Arrow Cave, and Felicity's gonna be like, what's that? And then it's gonna be the, you are not alone. Uh, man, would have been awesome. And then you
0: got season three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah so overall thoughts have your thoughts changed I, i'm assuming the
1: answer is no um no i mean there are things i like more it's weird it's not that i like them more but there are things that when you watch something with somebody who loves a thing mm-hmm. you get like emotional like uh emotional energy yeah. that comes through So it's like, I appreciate things more through your eyes. Uh Even if like critically, I'm like, it's not suddenly working for me, but it's nice to watch it with somebody that likes it a lot. In the same way that if somebody watched anything that I like with me, you know, like Iron Man 3, just to go to another controversial movie. Which is
0: great. Which is great.
1: Yeah. But we know how many people hate it. Mm. Watching it with one of us would probably make those people sort of feel that too. So. Off topic, but I just I can't believe that, that there is a
0: film where Robert Downey Jr. makes a grenade out of a ball ball,
1: and it's considered bad. Right? What what's wrong with those people? People are just you know they He gives a Hello Kitty. He gets a Hello Kitty watch, and they don't like that.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but there was actually a debate around the film um, after it came out. About the ending. Do you remember that, what that was?
1: There'd been a debate about this ending?
0: There was, yeah.
1: Oh, was it sort of like a dumb Inception debate? Like, did Bruce actually die? Yes. Or like, was Alfred hallucinating him?
0: They thought it was a dream, yeah.
1: Yeah. it's like to, to quote Christian Bell: the ending were not a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if there hadn't also been John and Lucius and everyone else having their endings, if it mm-hmm. had just gone to Alfred i could see the argument but they go out of their way to explicitly tell you everything that he did with his will and plan and all that stuff so
0: it's also quite frankly and this is why i love this this film is because it connects to the overall arc of the character throughout all 3 films yeah it doesn't make any sense to his arc the whole point is that this is bruce you know creating the man out of batman saving the yeah. city and then ensuring it's safety by continuing it on, giving the mantle to someone who will take over, aka Robin, which we see in the comics. Yeah. It would be ludicrous to be like, and then Alfred went crazy. <laughs> the end.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, uh, like, uh, it's what a bummer note to be like, Bruce is dead, John Blake quit the police force, and Alfred has Alzheimer's now. <laughs> like,
0: Alfred, Alfred, Alfred has, has dementia. Alzheimer's. <laughs> and, Lucius finds Lucius, out. Lucius
1: Lucius ran Lucius, the company into the ground.
0: Lucius finds out that Bruce fixed the autopilot but forgot about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: That's why his look was like oh, I forgot I fixed it. Um Yeah, for me I, I I do love the film. It's not the best one, clearly. I think
1: um how would I rank it? What would you rank the trilogy? You go first, because I, I need to think about that. For years I would have said Dark Knight begins rises, but now I'm gonna say one, two, three. Interesting. Begins, Dark Knight Rises. But again, begins and dark Knight is like it's like choosing between sex and just pizza. Like just two of the greatest things in the world, so Oh god. Oh god. Are you struggling that much with ranking these movies?
0: No, I'm struggling with the sex and pizza. Now.
1: Oh, yeah. They're pretty both pretty good. On
0: weird. one boat, you can have sex. On the other, you will have pizza. <laughs> you must choose.
1: Um, <laughs> Speaking of, uh, for for people listening, there was a tweet. <laughs> there was a tweet the other day, that, the thing that I said that was like, or that you sent, one of us sent it, that was like, uh there are two gender reveals happening on opposite sides of Gotham.
0: (laughs) Someone else wrote it. I think it was a tweet that we retweeted. Yeah. (laughs) great. Oh my God, so good. Um, Yeah, I think I'll I'll go with the Dark Knight Begins, Rises. But quite frankly, I consider them all one story as well. I know that's a cheating answer, but overall, I really enjoyed the story of this Bruce Wayne, this Batman. Um, I think that was the conflict I had. The conflict I had was... If they were to make Batman be part of the Man of Steel universe at that time, I would have wanted it to be Blake as Batman. Um, I know that's controversial, but it would have ruined Bruce's story for me.
1: Yeah, I I saw potential for this world, but I just don't know if... I don't know if that's the path. I mean, like, I... Like the idea of Bale old playing it again, but it's almost like you'd have to else worlds it or something. Like, because I, I was in that, and then you were like, "Well, what about the Blake of it all?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's a good point." They just don't, they don't line up. Like again, mm-hmm. like if if because Bale's really the only Batman that we haven't heard any rumors of for Flashpoint. We know. I, I think back. he was
0: cool. I think he was
1: talked to. Though. Was he talked to? Because I know that they talked to Clooney and they talked to I think Kilmer about. I
0: thought. I don't know about Kilmer. I think it was the other two.
1: But, yeah, I mean, if they showed him there and it was like an alternate timeline where maybe John Blake, unfortunately, was killed or something, and then that made Bruce the grizzled version, like, you could write your way into it. Um, For me, personally, though, what I wanted was uh, Anne Hathaway to get the Selena movie, which was very briefly talked about. Not Hmm. with Nolan, but there was... I remember reading, like, IGN back then, like, are they going to do an (laughs) Anne Hathaway Catwoman movie? And uh,
0: the stories we could talk about regarding just those that time oh, we'll, we'll get into it we'll get into it next week yeah Cause next week will be the conclusion to this season two obviously season two is the well, as we've been doing it is the nolan films but this time next week we will be talking about 2005 up to 20 up to 22 i guess up to 2015 right because we're going to get all the way up to Batman v Superman for Batman. Should we make that distinction? Should we do 15? Just because I know we're doing Man of Steel, but...
1: Yeah, I mean, like, Man of Steel... Man of Steel is just a... Uh, Man of Steel kind of is an interlude episode because we're just teeing up that universe.
0: It's a prologue. We'll call it the yeah. prologue for season three.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, so next week we'll be doing 2005 to two thousand and. 15 in terms of the impact that this film has had on not just batman but the films and we'll be talking about i think the thing you're going to be most excited about and also me i guess the
1: comics because that that's the whole snyder arm i mean that yeah that was because again like people listening like oh you haven't talked about comics before that's true but we have well We we have with dj we did but it was this was particular because they restarted them and hmm. that had never been done before in the history of DC. Marvel would reboot and stuff, but DC always crisised things together. New 52 was the first time that they were like, nah, <laughs> we're restarting. And then, and
0: then they crisised it. And, it
1: and then crazy. they crisised it back, yeah. I the mean, comics. They, New 52 came out of Flashpoint, so I'm, I'm being a little bit unfair to it. But, you are. But still. But still.
0: But we'll yeah. get into it. We've got a lot to talk about. I'm pretty sure next week will just mainly be about the comics because there's so much to talk about. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all we've got time for this week. Have we got anything else you want to wrap up with? Anything you want to plug?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, we are continuing the first season of the One and Done Film Club with our friends Reed Devaney and Nikki Kumar. We just did Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, I will say here for your Patreon listeners, I don't know if we've said it yet, but oh well, uh, the next one is Rocky. Which is interesting because I don't think that Nikki Kumar has ever seen a Rocky movie. So he could really go anywhere. So we'll see where we end up with that. And then on Octo Radio, Star Wars podcast, Tori Fox is doing her lightsaber series, which has been wonderful and really, really insightful uh, into all of the lightsaber mythology and design. And then I just had uh, Christina Ariel from the, where I'm about to. Time is weird um, about when these things come out. But Christina Ariel from The Higher Public Show uh, and Lucasfilm is on the show as well. But uh, some other cool stuff coming up with uh, Bad Batch. I'm assuming that we'll all be talking about that all over. So, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Well, again, you can catch us next time on Batman Returned. Same bat time, same bat patron. But until then, goodbye. So that's what that feels like. I don't know where hockey fans. <laughs>